What's up, guys? Yes, it's these two ugly mugs back again this week to get through uh, two hours of rambling on about maybe about the subject that we're supposed to be doing. But uh, chances are I love it's going to be stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with the subject. But anyway, we're going to get through it because we're, 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 we're in trouble, good. man. It, it takes us an hour to get into our subject because. It's probably going to be three hours on the subject because we've already look off the air. This is supposed to start at eight my time. It's eight twenty now because we've been talking about a little bit of everything before we went on the air. But anyway, show prep. Well, that's what we call it. Yep. Show prep. Welcome to On the Fly in this week. It is we're recording on August twenty fourth, and uh, to say last week's episode was an interesting episode, I'll say, but we called it. You know, the, the Twitter bat first uh, album wars is underway. Hmm. A little Twitter right now. The polls Under, are underway. Open. Underway. It's I think pretty it's much like done. It's pretty much right now. I don't even know if it would, I would compare it to the Drago Apollo Creed fight. I would, I mean, because, you know, Apollo did get some shots in right at the first. You see my, what I'm waving here, Stevie? <laughs> yeah, the white flag. <laughs> But anyway, Brigade versus Bad Animals. We did the show last week. Well, it just got released today. Uh, and the poll, like I said, is open on Twitter. Right now, 86% of the vote going to Bad Animals. And, you know, we called it Alone. It probably was power in that because Alone is such a great song. Not saying anything about the songs from Brigade, but Alone just kind of stands by itself. I know, and Warden agreed with that last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to do something like Album Wars once a month. And we've got some new stuff coming coming with, you know, we've got some new ideas that are coming on uh, on this show. Uh, My order next, of uh, burner phones didn't come through yet to create other accounts. So I'm yeah. still waiting for that to come in. Oh, so I thought you hired it may, it may It may change in the next hour or t- you didn't, 24 hours. You, you didn't hire Sonny Pooney, or maybe I got to him first. No, he, he gave me some tips. He gave me some. He gave me some tips, though. It's like kind of like what you used to do with Columbia House. We do that with Twitter now. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, uh, want to talk a little bit before we get into everything? Want to talk a little bit about next week, um, which will be the thirty-first. Well, no, we're going to do it on the thirtieth. Uh, live, we'll be going live next week. The 30 August 30th, and it'll probably be like an eight o'clock my time show, seven o'clock central time. Um, we're gonna have a guy that's getting ready to put his first CD out, a local guy around him. For, for me, it's a local guy, but we want to get a word out as much as we can to everybody. So, uh, Martin Terry, who is coming out with his new album, it's an EP next week. Uh, it's we're gonna talk to Martin, we're gonna go live, talk about how long of a process this album has been because COVID COVID shut this down for a while. And uh, I, mean, I know what, I know Martin was kind of sweating, thinking this would never see the light of day. But luckily, you know, things have settled down a little bit and until monkeypox comes along. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we ha- we actually had our first confirmed case of monkeypox in this county. This it's week, here. So. It's in San Antonio. Yeah, so... <sighs> What's next? What's next? I, I'm waiting for the one that grows hair on your top of your head. That's what I want. 
I want like the hair. You hair won't get that lucky, dude. You will <laughs> not right. get that lucky. <laughs> Grows Martin, everywhere but on top of the head. Yeah. Ears down, it's fine. Ears. Martin Terry is first EP, not a drill. And a single, the single will come out with the same name. It'll be available for digital download everywhere September the 2nd. Physical copies will be available through its website. And uh, like he said, his statement was, I pushed this project off for almost two years because of COVID and timing. I'm so excited to say it's about that time. So uh, we're looking forward to having Martin on. What was that? Sound like something fell behind you. Were you or that you breathing? There you go. Yeah. Okay. Getting excited, Stevie. Yeah. About so, to break a new artist. Yep. Be ready next week, guys. We're going to get him on. This is, a, and he's actually got two, two different release parties next week after that. So I think I might go to the, if I'm able to get off in time, might go to the first one. It's closer to me. But the songs on the album, and I've heard some of these songs, is Not a Drill, which that's the title of the EP. Drift, I've heard, is, is good. Wild Side, not Motley Crue, but he probably could do better than Vince. Uh, <laughs> Our Love's a Lie, I've heard that one. Good. Ready to Be Your Man and Revenge, not the Kiss album. So, yeah, he's all over the place with, with hair metal uh, references there. Wild Side, Revenge. He's probably... he's bit younger than us right stevie so he yeah he's he's, he's, he's he may not know who are those what he's what he's oh, he doing. knows he oh, knows okay. yeah he knows he he sings i know in concert when not con well he does these shows i've been to several of them like i said the first time i really knew he was he was pretty good was when he took on lights by journey and he nailed it he he really nailed it anybody can get those high notes steve perry does you're doing good well, I would hope it'd be a better version than Journeys. Oh, my gosh. Listen to this crap. Yeah, anyway, moving on. So get ready next week, guys. We're going to have it all over Facebook, Twitter, whatever. We'll have it there for you. You can get your comments in and tell Warden how stupid he is for not liking Journey. Anyway, no, no. I I'll take that I'm not alone, and I know I'm not alone. You're not alone. No, you're not alone. Um. Moving on, you want to talk a little bit about your buddy Dave Mustaine, what he had to say this week? Oh, yeah. I, and we had a course on one of our sister sites, All Things Rock, Hard Rock, and Metal, or Heavy Metal, I forget. Uh, I guess uh, Dave Mustaine, little therapy session with Lars on some kind of monster, didn't really heal all Yeah, wounds. yeah, yeah. Because it's like I even put that on there. Damn, even Lars isn't suing people over music now, anymore sure. lars has progressed and a lot of people give lars a bunch of crap which he deserves especially for he did uh, he did deserve it but i am so tired you know megadeth's better than metallica no 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 it's not no it's not dave mustaine i like megadeth i i like some of their songs but my oh, god that voice you try to mortal man i mean it's like you're i mean james hetfield mm -hmm. Is is Pavarotti or whatever compared to that? I mean, and <laughs> I mean, Megadeth's good, but they're not in the same league as Metallica. I mean, they're. I mean, when they do the Big Four, isn't Slayer above Megadeth? Yeah. So that should tell you something. And Slayer probably hasn't sold as many <laughs> albums as Megadeth. I would take Megadeth over Slayer because I like a few songs, but my neck gets too oh, sore. Oh yeah, I would. But 
I mean, give it up, dude. I mean, Metallica used your song. You got put on a bus, drunk as hell, sent back to L.A. with no money. That's what you said in your book, and you're still butthurt about it. You know, it's like, get over it, dude. I mean, it's just, I mean, no slight to Megadeth fans or whatever. I, some of my best ones. I mean, they hate Kirk Hammett for some reason. And they say, you know, Dave is better than Kirk Hammett. Dave is not better than Kirk Hammett. No. Get over it. Megadeth. If Megadeth was as good as Metallica, they would have sold as many albums. I think in his book, he said something about, he was freaking out about, I guess they have a song called when he, he says that now I lay myself down to sleep or whatever. The same time Inner Sandman comes and he was like almost a liter, um, insinuating that Megadeth and Metallica was doing that. I'm like, yeah, and, it, and it, I mean one of the things he on, said in this, this podcast was he this is his, his quote. The thing that bothered me the most was I had all my music and I left it behind and I said don't use my music. Okay, there's red flag number one. And of course they did. They used it on the first record, Kill 'em All from '83. On but he has a writing record, credit on it. He's got yeah. paid for that. On the second record, Ride the Lightning. There's parts of my music on the song on the third record. All the solos on the first record of mine, except that they're just performed by Kurt. Close, but not the same. And he's not a bad guitar player. Oh. Bullshit. Bullshit. Anyway, when did question for you and question for all the fans out there when did metallica really break into the main not i mean not, you know they really had their big break probably in justice for all when they were on that tour with uh, van halen they and, i uh, mean they, their biggest not, no but no they had their breakthrough i mean master was their biggest. Ma- no 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 master sold well but when they became on a national scale was when one came out. That's when they really well, that, got When big. they did the video, when they did a music video. Yeah, when that did it, and they were on the tour with the Van Halen and Scorpions and Dawkins, I think. That yeah. Monsters of Rock. A lot of people saw them, and it built up. But, I mean, of course, they were the biggest band in the world after the Black Album. So, I I say... I say Injustice are, for All. I say Injustice and, for and All. If, let's, just, let's just go with Injustice for All. That was in what, 87, 88? 89. 88, 89. So when did uh when did Mustaine get kicked out of the band? 83? Five? No, because uh, he was, was on uh, Ride the Lightning and Kill 'em All. But I don't know where a lot of so his he was long he was long gone before they hit their big their big break. So And know. honestly, I never really paid much attention to him. And I don't even know if he's anything on Master. Master, of course, is my favorite album of all time. Well, he said he had he had part of one song on Master. But people, so. but, I mean, honestly, you it's a progression. And it just proves that not one person was responsible for that. Because, I mean, Metallica, I mean, they got more great songs. I don't know. I, I, I think the driving force is Lars and James, especially James. I think, you know, he helped contribute to that. But I think that, I mean, like you said, I mean, first two albums, part of the third album, which is their greatest, in my opinion. Right. Master of Puppets. I mean, that's a masterpiece. And he didn't hire, he didn't light a cigarette on that album. So get over yourself, bro. He Go back uh, to the lightning he, and ride it home. He got kicked out in on April 3rd, April 11th, 1983, excuse me. Eight? Wow, okay, that's right. Yeah. So they put him on a Greyhound bus to Los Angeles. And you know what's the thing? I read an interview with him, and he said what really killed him is he got 
that James and Lars did it, but he says that really hurt him. It, it was, it was, it was Cliff that was involved too. Well, and he mean, said Cliff was the most laid back, general, nice person, but that's how much of a jerk he was. It's like Sebastian Bach with Skid Row. They have been offered a lot of money, but they, I mean, they're happier without the guy. That's, I mean, yeah. as the, as the great Paul Stanley once said on Kiss Exposed, <laughs> You know, four uh, two-way marriages don't work out. Why do you expect four-way marriages to work out? Exactly. There's something brilliant like that, but yeah. It's just like you pull the lever on the slot machine and all the fruit lined up. Yeah. Don't get on the roller coaster. You could hurt your neck with this. Yeah, and then you fill in a pot of, fill in a stream full of gold. A creek full of gold, yeah. You'd be yeah. called brilliant. No, it's not a creek. It's a stream. No, so. I said creek. I, I lived in Missouri, so creek, correct? Well, see know. here, here we say creek, swamp, whatever. But you know, Paul says, Paul says, stream full of gold. Well, in Missouri, they say crack. I'm like, what? You have a crack in your neck? Yeah, well, crank. I've got a crank in my neck. That's what we call it. So, so Dave Mustaine, love your crazy. music. Just get over it, bro. I mean, get over it. Go to therapy with Lars. Again, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt him to get more. <laughs> Elton John and Britney Spears gonna team up. Boy, Tom's gonna like that. Yeah, yeah. We, I think I that's heard his, about that's his girl and his guy, book. man. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, Tom from Shout Out Loudcast. He's a big fan of both of those. So, I like them both reading. too, man. That's that's awesome. Who is some of these people I've never heard of before? Anyway, so tonight. We're gonna get right into it. We don't. We're not gonna because we'll probably ramble on later on. We'll get off subject. I'm sure. No, so, not us. Just, just for Garza. Just for Garza. So he he can listen to. It. He'll oh, be yeah. up there. He'll be up there listening to. It. Here they go again. Right. Anyway, tonight. Damn, green, damn gringos. <laughs> tonight, our main event is top ten kiss. You see, we're wearing our Kiss stuff, and I just knocked my freaking keyboard out. Kiss deep cuts. Now, when we say deep cuts, we're talking about songs that aren't rock and roll all night. Shout out loud. The, the hits, the ones that get played all the time. It's the ones that you really don't hear a lot. I, if you're not a Kiss fan, you won't, you won't know what these songs are pretty much. But uh, us Kiss Tards, as we're call, affectionately called, we know what these songs are and, and it's hard to, you know, it was hard for me to pick some of these. There's one song I should have talked to you about, and I might text you right now. You got your phone with you? Yeah. So I'm going to text Wait, you right you, now. I think we should just make it an honorable mention. You know how much you know. I won't. No, no. I'm just saying, are you, would you count this as okay, a, okay. a, cause some people probably wouldn't. Uh, no, Steve, it wouldn't. Oh, you haven't texted. I'm just gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm just but gonna. Name, I honestly bro, you the name I may, of the song. I may have a couple in my list that may not be considered honorable mention. I may mean, consider deep tracks, but I consider them deep tracks. See what you think of this one. It, look at see if you got the text. Just tell me yes or no. What do you think? You hit send. Yeah. Never got it yet. I might be better off sending you on Facebook. You might be better just talking about it on the show. I mean, make it an honorable mention. I have I have one, two, three, four, five honorable mentions. I know you'd be proud of me. 
Hmm. Just that many? I just sent you one. Oh, uh, I would say, do you think it's a deep cut or not? I didn't get it. I just text you no. You just sit. <laughs> I didn't get your it? text. I didn't get your text. Hold on. Do it again. I'm you gonna send it little... to you. Have you got Facebook on right now? No, I ain't got Facebook on. This is we'll just talk about it, dude. Don't worry about it. We're on the All fly right, here, man. About... We just oh, it just said delivered. No, so. I would not consider that a deep cut. Okay. All right. That's what I need to know because I did not put it on the list. There's a video for it, so no. That's right. So the get the one we're talking about, I just I wanted to make sure, but I don't want to have it on my list. But. Make it mention on your honorable mentions later on. I mean, that's, I mean, well, I mean, I won't go consider it then because I don't think it is either, but I wanted to because, but it didn't. I, a lot of mine, I don't think a lot of them they've played live or I know, I know none of them have videos. So I, I don't know think any, one of my, none of my, none of mine have videos. I think my number 10 may be a little bit, you may disagree with it, but I'm not going to. I'll talk to you about it when I reveal it. But okay. I mean, it's not a hit. It wasn't a single or a video. So yeah, none of mine. None, none of mine. mine and none of my. A lot of mine. I don't think they played live either. So maybe a couple have been played live for me, but not much. Yeah. All right, so let's get it started. Let's go with you. Your number ten. Get right I, into it, bud. Okay, I have one. This is my number ten, and unlike you, my list was pretty easy. Because these are my probably favorite non-hit, non-single Kiss songs. Right. And they haven't really changed. But number 10 did. My first one, when I when I first picked my, did my list, and I changed it today, was Master and Slave. This is probably... Oh, really? The, this is probably one of the only few songs on COS I like. Ah. It's heavy, and it's the closest thing to Kiss on this album. I mean, COS would be a great Alice in Change, blah, blah, blah but it's not a Kiss album like the Elder. I stole right. that from somebody. But uh, Master and Slave <laughs> was my, Master and Slave was my quote unquote, you know, but it got knocked out of the top 10 from an album I am not really crazy about. I remember hearing it's the lead off. boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember, I remember hearing the lead off single. I, no, I don't like the elder. You know that. There's nothing on the elder on my list. Well, you just said you don't like it. You did. I, I know. Crazy about but it. I'm trying to build up, Stevie. Will you let me talk? I don't interrupt you. Do I? I can. You did. Okay. I heard the first song. That's eh, cool. I don't really, don't really like what they're portraying here. But when I heard this one, I knew the demon was back. And I think they played this a few times or tried to play a few times. The ones I've heard didn't go over very well. I know where you're going. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that's because the guitar player and the drummer probably didn't play on this song on the album. (laughs) I know exactly where it is now. I mean, Psycho Circus. It is a train ride direct live. Psycho Circus is cool, but I've never liked clowns. I didn't like kissing the clown. The makeup running down my face is cool. But when I heard the beginning of Within, and I played that for some friends of mine, and they were like, who's this? Who's this? I mean, Gene's balls out on this. This is the demon back. You know, the lot say lot of say he came back on uh revenge, but no, he was really the demon when this came out. <laughs> yeah. Within yeah, I remember same as you hearing it for the first time on Psycho Circus, and I was like, Wow, this is pretty cool here. Great. Yeah, the backwards, the backwards stuff at the start of it. And uh I think it takes you back to radioactive a little bit, kind of in that yeah. 
I think they said Bruce Kulik. That was Bruce Kulik's idea to do the backward stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I don't know if you remember the the kickoff of the Psycho Circus tour when they had it on Fox that night. And then they 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 had it on like the radio stations. The whole they played the, the Weenie whole, Roast or Weenie no Roast? no Weenie Roast was Weenie did all right. It was Halloween night. At Dodger, Dodger Stadium, Stadium. Psycho, okay. Psycho Circus Fox. That was when they did the Mad TV. And then right after Mad TV, they went live because it was on the West Coast, and uh, I think it was eleven thirty East time. And they did the uh, played like the first three songs. I think it was Psycho Circus, Shout Out Loud, and another song. But on the radio, on some of the radio stations back before they became Cookie Cutter, they actually broadcast the entire concert. I remember that. And before Clear Channel came, killed everything, yeah. And within came on, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be cool." Mm, not, not so, so much. much. Not so much. It was tough, and it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't really just the guitar playing. Some of the some of the notes Gene can couldn't hit live. Oh yeah, not and, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a Gene's never been try. never been that no. guy to do that. Yeah, that was a mistake to try to take on live, but uh, and and the harmonies. Paul's harmonies and Gene's lead when he couldn't hit the high notes didn't match up. Yeah, there's a reason why they dropped it. <laughs> so, for me, I'm going way back. And this is a song that's grown, grown on me over the years and uh, from Dress to Kill. And it's it starts off, it's not really sounding like a Kiss song, but it's got that great uh guitar intro dun, 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 dun. and then you hit that bass line boom 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 lover all i can from deep dress to kill dress to kill's got a lot of deep cuts on that it was it was uh i don't know if i that may be the only one but it, it was tough not to pick some more off that album but hard i mean and you've got gene and paul singing on that song together so that's great anytime you get them singing together it's great but just a great song i love the intro though the intro is what gets it for me and it's got a good beat to it so anybody wants to record that and play that for like their cell phone ring or something like that me doing but yeah for me lover all i can is number 10 dress to kill i i cannot that's my that's my second Kiss album. And I think, except for the exception of two songs, two, the rest of the album could have been deep tracks. Because the She... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She they, she they played in Rock and Roll Night, of course. But, I mean, I love every song uh, on this album. I mean, people oh, talk yeah, about... Love. People talk about throwaways, like, you know, like, what's that? Uh, she thinks she's high fashion. Two-timer. Two-timer. I love that song. Two-timer. I, I mean, you look at Room, room Service. Oh yeah, just like I—I I mean, you heard Tom and Zeus talk about that before. I think "Room Service" could have been a great lead-off song at concert. Um, what else? "Rock Bottom"? The intro to "Rock Bottom." Right. Well, I guess there. "Come On and Love Me" is not really a deep track. I gotta take that back. No, "Come On and Love Me" is not. That's a great song too. Yeah. Just, I mean, I mean, there's something about th- there's ahead. some there's something about Kiss that I think for me it symbolizes kind of 
the beginning and then the excess and then the hunger to come back. I yep. think that's why I like the, the like the Dress to Kill era. The middle three albums, I love them. They're great. But, I mean, Asylum and Dress to Kill, they were both fighting to survive, so to speak. Yeah. They got fat and happy with the other three, but it's great music all the way, but that's what I see with that band when I hear Dress to Kill. I take it back. I do have another Dress to Kill song on here. So, uh, we'll see. All right, number nine for you. Number nine for me. Going back to that era. This is probably my second favorite Ace Solo. I saw him do this about four years ago when I saw him with Graham Bonnet. And it and it really it really freaked me out because it's like, oh wow. He's doing this song. I mean, I, I I guess Google was available back then. I didn't look it up. But I mean, it's it's off another album that they're hungry on. It's the album preceding Dress to Kill. And that's strange ways. I knew it. I I, it. I don't you know, I I don't I, I looked up, I didn't ever see them playing it live back then, which I don't get. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing on the first album that made my list because those are all standard. No, kisses. no, I don't have any. I'm going to tell you that. I, I looked at the, you know, no. I went album by album and picked the deep cuts that I thought were deep cuts on there. And then I started eliminating, you know, by that. But no, and I didn't that, pick any off that first album. With that first album, Strutter, Deuce, I mean, my God. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's like hotter than hell I mean, on. There's only what kissing time and love thing from Kiss that you know kind of, but I wouldn't pick kissing time for sure. I don't have I don't hate that song. It's it, it's I don't hate it. But I mean it's it's, it's, it's no boomerang. It's than, no boomerang for no, me. So, which I think I, is the I, worst I, worst Kiss song of all time. I, which is I, my I, number I, one, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, my number one is then she kissed me. Uh, <laughs> That's not a bad song either. I don't get the hate for that. It's just it's just a cool cover. No big deal. I bet you like the uh what was that Twisted Sister did Leader of the Pack. I bet you like that too. I only you? like one song by Twisted Sister. Well, two songs. Three songs. Okay, that's it. Four. Can I hear no, five? I, I'm not a big Twisted Sister fan. A lot of it's because they're singers. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, that's another story. Man. So Strange Ways. We might you surprised, hear Stevie? I got Strange Ways on there. It's an ace ace it's an ace song, ain't it? We might hear that again later. No, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. So, it's your boy. It's not. Well, who's singing? Peter, right? Yeah, okay. So but wasn't it that song they want it was one of Aces and he didn't sing? It's Ace's song, but he he, he, he was too scared. It's to, like Cold Jin or yeah. Cold Jin. That's his song. Or, he didn't want to sing it. He was scared. So my number nine. You got to give me off. some buildup, Stevie. Let me guess, like you guess. Okay. Well, it's off Dress to Kill again. My first two off Dress to Kill. That's cool. And I, we did talk about it a little bit just a few minutes ago. Would be a great lead-off song in a concert. Room service. Yeah. You know, they tried to make it work it, on. You wanted the best, but it was overly so overly re-recorded. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was. I mean, yeah, that was. I mean, the first time I, you know, when you got, you know, that you wanted the best uh, album or CD, whatever you had back then, you know, you want to get excited about. Oh God, they've got unreleased yeah, songs oh, from back then, and then when I'm hearing it, I'm like, 
Paul, that's not Paul. That's 1990s Paul. That's not 1970s Paul. Exactly. You can't pull the wool over (laughs) eyes that way. But room service, you know, the double entendres right there. Room service, baby, I could use a meal. You get what you feel. (laughs) I take the pleasure with the pain. I can't say no. I mean, it's great. It's great lyrics in there. I mean. Dress to to Kill takes me back to when I bought us. I had bought Asylum. And I, you know, it was a little bit heavier kiss back then. Yeah. And I knew Animal Eyes and stuff. But when I remember wanting to find the song that they were profiling kiss on, one of those anti-rock and I anti-rock and it was, I love it loud, but you know, not knowing any better. Oh, rock and roll all night sounds familiar. So it's probably this 1986, 87 Christmas, you know, I go to the mall and buy the album, buy the tape and, put on room service and you're like, and at the time I'll be like, I'm very, very confused. Cause I know Gene's voice and I'm like, man, they're they talk about their image, not fit, fitting their sound. Cause I mean, kiss was a, little, a lot heavier in the eighties. Yeah. And you go back and you listen to some little cassette tape and room service. And then I'll talk about how, what changed for me later on, but it was a real kind of shock for me, but I like the music. I got, and then two timer came on. Like, okay, do no no. I mean, I can hear. Okay, I can I got it. But kiss it. That was really a shock for me going from asylum to dress to kill. Usually it's the other way around. <clears throat> I'm like these guys aren't heavy and demonic. They're singing about screwing, you know, and some dad getting mad because he knows I need room service. I mean, you gotta love those lyrics. Yeah. And the one about the waitress, uh, the stewardess, stewardess in a tight blue dress said, "I got the time." But you can't call him stewardess Great. nowadays. You know, Paul's gonna get canceled for that. Great. Great guitar solo by Ace in that song too. I love that song. Yeah, my non fr- my non my non Kiss fan uh, friends like that song. They like a lot off Dress to Kill because that's not your typical Kiss album. I think they the first three albums they threw everything at to see the wolf it stuck. Yeah, and none of it did until Alive. So, <clears throat> all right, number eight for you. Number eight. Okay, we're going a little bit deeper and i love this album that's what she said she said she this album except for a little song on this album we talked about a while ago <laughs> but a lot of love for the hot in the shade album i i know oh. it was like 15 was it 15 songs at the time it was a bunch it was a bunch but i loved it because i was in yeah the i kiss. did too. they had pretty much replaced motley as my band by then <clears throat> this is the first tour i saw <clears throat> and you love me to hate you gets a lot of love. Silver Spoon gets a lot of love. And also, um, read my body. I don't know, get the hate for that. That's a cool, fun song. It's it's, it's, all right. it's, some it's, all right. it's yeah. not as bad as Boomerang. No, well, but this is a Gene song, and it's about just being in a relationship with or being with somebody that just is she gonna call me? She gonna, you know, you lead me on, you don't lead me on. And that's somewhere between heaven and hell. Cool song. I like the intro, the the little guitar part at the intro. You probably Bruce could look again. Love the solo, mid tempo Gene. He's not screaming, you know. It's like sometimes I think you won't. Yeah, because it's like you hear uh, King of Hearts. You hear you know Love Me to Hate Me and Silver Spoon. They get all the love. So and I've talked about those before. So somewhere between heaven and hell, that that gets my uh, deep track. 
there's there's a and Tom and Zeus talked about it, there's a stretch on that album and I guess the second side of songs right there in a row that are freaking awesome that nobody pays attention to. Silver Spoon, oh, yeah. You Love Me to Hate You, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell. Uh, what is it? Sometimes Love's Like a Slap in, slap the, in face. the Face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like, and I know people aren't fans of this song, and you know, I'm giving away that these aren't on my list. Betrayed. Oh, yeah. I love song. Betrayed. Uh, Betrayed is a great song. That, and you ever, that and hot, you ever, have you ever listened to the uh, in your headphones on? Yeah. You hear Gene drop the F bomb. I don't, I think that's the only time he does it, isn't it? Yeah. Got your backup wish wall. And, and, and we'll kind of talk about this later on. I mean, Kiss helped me get through a lot of shit as an awkward kid, man. I, I, I know I've grown up to a fine upstanding citizen now, but man, fine I was kind of an awkward, awkward ass kid. Awkward older, older man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that album. You know, there's a lot of diehard Kiss fans that love that album. I love it. That album, you know, doesn't get a lot of attention from people that aren't, I guess, Kiss towards like us. But you know, everybody talks about. Well, they have Forever on there, but yeah, you. No. I mean, that Forever, song was a top ten hit for a reason. Yeah, Forever was great, and it's a great it, song. The main reason, the main reason that's it's such a great song, and I'll say this to the day I die, is Eric Carr's drums. Oh, that's I awesome. mean, I, I, that's one of the best things about forever. That, yeah. He hits it hard. Yes, she said that too. Uh, <laughs> you know, the one thing about I think that I like the the uh, Hot in the Shades so much. I got started with Asylum. I was too young. I remember Crazy Nights came to town, and I wasn't old enough to drive. And me and my friend were going to go. He had to back out the last minute, so I didn't get to go. But I made damn sure I was a senior in high school when when they hit Austin. And I went to that show and I was like, you know, I've missed them a couple times. You know, I'd wish I could have seen them on animal Eyes, but it's like, I knew I wasn't going to do it. And when that album came out and on, I think it was metal shop was a show that was on in the late eighties. And they had a <laughs> kiss together. special. They had a kiss special on this album. And I just, I mean, they played hot and they played and they played hide your heart. And I'm like, that is a badass song. Anybody else would have released that that year. They would have been a huge hit. Yeah. But I mean, I, there, there's no reason why that song shouldn't have been as big as Forever or not bigger. Maybe not that, as quite as big. That was the first single off Hot to Shade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and actually, the guy we talked about last week, uh, Marty, Marty Colner, directed that video. So hopefully, we'll get Marty on the show. I like on Back to the Future. Marty, Marty, you're going to hide your heart. Uh, Vito's coming. <laughs> Maybe that would hey that could have been a like a different version of Back to the Future. Vito could have been Biff. And guess what? Rosa could have been um Johnny's Johnny's mama and he was from the from the future coming back to the past anyway. Never mind. You know, it's funny Stretching. too. And it and it's funny too is <clears throat> I, I say this now and people like roll their eyes. But back then there's a part where the gun, the guy pulls out the gun, they probably wouldn't have had that nowadays. No. They, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a song. The song is about the video pretty much does what the song, but you know what? Let me tell you this, the ending, you know, you got, you got this serious message about, about, you know, violence and all this gun violence and all this stuff. No, and then bad. at the end you got Gene closing the freaking, uh, was it, was it a hearse or the, or the ambulance? ambulance and he turned hey, around Rick like, uh, you know, 
could have done they ripped off they ripped off white snake remember how white snake had the sex police on the back of the yeah yeah or what's the part Everybody. where uh, in that part where two paul goes yeah like he, he like yeah he's like on the side does that too i love that video that was i love it on dial mtv all the time man i used to watch yeah watch it and it's and it's a great song i love it when i got to go see them uh when they were on tour with def leppard they played that i was like my wife because i looked at my wife before and i said as long as they play you know this and they play and i said oh i said i hope they play hide your heart they did and it came on and i was like i looked at her this is it because she doesn't know a lot of songs they played it on the on the I don't know if they play it now, but I saw one of the early end of the road uh, six years ago. <laughs> uh, one of the end of the road uh, shows in Corpus. It was like the fourth or fifth show, and they uh, they played it. They played it there. Okay. I don't know if they play it now. I don't think they played it when I saw them in Austin. So I don't know. They probably dropped it off the set list now. So number eight for me. This is going back a little ways, and this is – I remember getting this album when I was a kid and, you know, listening to the whole way through. Yeah, it was different, but hearing this song, that this song and another song on there, I was like, oh, wow, these pretty much sound like almost the same songs, but they're different a little bit. I like them more than I do, you know, Shandy or uh, Is That You? Torpedo Girl. All right, Stevie, you're coming clean. Whatever. All right, Stevie. There was a song called What Makes a Girl Go Around, and that was pretty good. You know, I like that. I don't know why I got to try. The whole album was bubblegum pop mixed with Kiss, so everything sounded like, but you're all that I want. That was the one that stood out with me. And number eight, I know Tom and Zeus have talked about it a lot, the demo on the box set is better. And I agree. The demo on the box set is better than the actual original version. It's I agree kinda, it's, it's not so poppy sounding. The demo is not as poppy sounding as, as the, as the actual one on the album, but I still love the album version too. But man, I've listened to that album so many times as a kid and get to that part. Cause I think that was the last song. Uh, but, Wow, that's crazy. Talking about, makes, talking about what makes the world go around, that almost made my list, but it didn't. But yeah, and that's not, not a bad song either. Yeah, but I, you know, I I don't get the hate for Shandy. I like I is that you I get is that you's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean it's not it's kind of like Carnival of Souls. It's a good album, but it's just not a kiss album. Another one that almost made the list here from a mask, Naked City. Oh, good song. Yes. I like she's so European. I love Pop Kiss. I mean, I just, you know, I I like it. I and that's why I don't mind I don't you know, mind it. I was listening to we were doing our research for this and I think I would have changed my Torpedo Girl out to two sides of the coin. Yeah. I, I, I think I would have done two sides I, of the think, coin is a lot better than Torpedo yeah, Girl. But you wouldn't let me mention that on the podcast for some reason. It has you something to do with some other about podcast. Torpedo Girl. No, you're talking oh, about the, two, the, the, two, <laughs> two. Just kidding, just kidding. We don't say the other number. Yeah, right. Two. So you know, other, what I want is number eight for me. So we'll, we'll move on. Moving right ahead. Number seven. Number seven. 
This is probably what I would say. Preachers probably think Kiss every song is like this. Oh God! You know it's fast. It's not. It's not about. It's fast, awesome. It's fast, awesome, and it just highlights Kiss's love for Christmas candy. I love the beginning. Just going down, you know, just, duh, duh, you know, got Vinny on there. Give me more. That's okay. That song is Fast Dirty Kiss. The whole candy cane thing, yeah, I mean, for the time, <laughs> it was funny. When you're a kid, it's kind of like when David Lee Ross on the bike, I reached down between my legs. I mean, I, you know, they, they were trying to get away with that kind of stuff without actually using the F word. And to me, when you, when, if you had to, like give an example of a kiss song that every like preacher or you know a concerned parent thought kiss was about besides the satan i think that would be it it's like yeah that's it right there it's all about sex yeah great song i didn't know i didn't know if it was gonna be the candy cane reference in this song the hornet's nest in any way you slice it or uh, sticking the log in the fire and burn bitch burn I, I didn't know which one it was. It was but that's, be. that's what's so great about Kiss. They're like a lot of like Aerosmith, and they don't just come out and say it. They, I mean, besides oh, yeah, the log in the fireplace, I mean, that's a great song. Besides that lyric, you know, I mean, it. That's, I mean, that's. I don't know. Well, let, give let me, me more. Was, give me more. It's not too cheesy, except for the candy cane. It's just, it just starts out fast. It's, it's just enough of a great album. Lick it up. I remember, and I don't know. You said you got into Kiss, what, after Asylum? Yeah, Asylum era. Okay, so when Animal Eyes come out, you didn't you didn't buy that. But if Animal Eyes came out, I got that like for, like my, with my birthday money. And I remember looking looking at the track list, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've had enough into the fire. <laughs> uh, there was something after that. Heaven's on the fire, first, all the fire stuff, yeah. No, that was no, third song. Burn, bitch, burn. I mean, I was like, yeah, I can see me playing this in front of my, my they mom. They were hot like, stuff. Hey, this is <laughs> this is a great song right here. What's it called? Burn, bitch, burn. It's talking about logging a fireplace, too. So, I mean, yeah. But anyway, I remember, I remember. There was a lot of heat on that Animalize album. I remember hearing about, I remember hearing about, like, how demonic Kiss was and stuff. And oh, Yeah, man, they sing songs like Heaven's on Fire and. Of course, you know, I'm a little you miss, know, Mr. Evangelical here. Oh, my God. Why do they want to burn heaven down? And, the, and of course, it's about a hot chick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, and the whole demonic thing, I remember when I was a kid, and people were talking about that kisses, nights and Satan service. And, and being as, you know, I got into it when I was like five. I was like, this is crazy right here. I've been listening to Kiss since I was five years old. There's no horns popping out of my head yet. I don't know of, and you know, I haven't gone, but Oh, oh God, I'm worshiping the devil. No, nothing like that. But you know, but if you, you did get, but if you were raised on the other side, like I was, Oh yeah. You, I know. And, That's you what hear, I'm saying. and you hear songs like heaven's on fire. I That's mean, what I'm saying. for the longest time I was like, man, those guys are demonic, you know, cause I just had the memories of them as a kid when they were, you know, destroying yeah. Coke stands. The fact that I was, a fan since I was five on that side of it. And, you know, when people yeah. said, it, I was like, it's crazy. I went to, I went to school dressed up like Ace Freely. I mean, did you go drunk or what? <laughs> I went, I did get a, I did get a slice of pepperoni pizza and a mellow yellow. <laughs> and a mellow yellow. 
Yeah, that was, that was that's probably right. Thanks, brother. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, counselor. I like that part too. <laughs> counselor. Anyway, number seven for me. Give me more, Stevie. No, I'm going to give you more, but it's not going to be that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Number seven for me is another album that Kiss went through a change on. It seems to be like it's a lot of them, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know they had their. They ended up on this album having their biggest hit in years, and it was different. And people kind of, kind of gave them crap about it. Said they had gone disco. So, so then of course I'm talking about Dynasty, which gone is another gone, another great album. You know, yes, there was, this was a lot of songs could have been on this list. If we'd had twenty, you know, it, we would have been in trouble. Um, huh. But this one was different. This one was different than any of the other songs up there. The the start of it, it's a Gene song, the way it starts off with that dun 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 dun. And the way he sounds on there, his his, his voice sounds so different, so great. But charisma. Great song. You know. And then at the end when you hear the, the other voice come up there, what is my what is my uh, is it my fire or charisma. my flame? Do I drive my insane? money or my name? Yeah, God. That's some, like holo- that's, that's, that's some that's some Shakespeare right there, ain't it, brother? Oh yeah. Uh, I hear it all the time when I'm in like when I had an English class. That Gene Simmons uh doing his Shakespeare, but charisma. You know, it's funny. I mean, he, he gives Paul a bunch of shit for I was made for loving you and not liking it. God, is there any more other disco song on that album besides charisma? I love, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, you talk about—I mean, that's beyond disco. That's pure pop. Yeah, what is? I love it. I love it. I—I I, I don't think there's a song on that album I don't like. What is it? He does it before the guitar solo. He does that. Uh, <laughs> then the guitar solo pops in. It's so great. So I mean, man, it's just so all this stuff when you talk about Kiss for me. It brings up so many great memories from my childhood because I remember. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! But number seven for me, charisma. <clears throat> All right, number six. We're gonna be. We're gonna keep on the demon right here. And this song, I don't know what it's about. I know a lot of preachers have claimed that it was written about them and their interactions with Gene Simmons. Which you know is kind of weird because it took place when this the album had already been recorded and the song was already on it. Um, slow. I'm not really sure. It plays a bass on this. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I I'll say it. Maybe you know. But Saint and Sinner. Is it about mm. preachers? You know, getting off this carousel. You can do what you please. You can go to hell. And I remember you know hearing that stuff. Well. Gene hated hated us so much. He wrote a song about us. It's like, well, no, you're on the you're on the Creature of the Night tour. It was already on the album, bro. They didn't write it about you. But this takes me back to a time when I got into Kiss, as I've told you this story before. They had all these preachers at Gene, just you know, throwing all this stuff at him. And he, you're talking to a guy that was almost a rabbi. Yeah. He took. I it, mean, and, and, he, answered, he, and he didn't look like you know, dumbass guy in the pool with his mom. Who's that guy that went wasp and not a Chris wasp. Holmes. Chris I mean, he wasn't an idiot like that. Gene was very smart, very schooled, I guess is the word. And it's, I, Satan Sinner, you're a saint, I'm a sinner. I mean, it could have been written about the preachers. It could have been around a relationship. Who knows? Great song, though. 
I'm not sure who played the bass on it, but another great creature. What was track. that? Uh... No, I'm not sure he played the bass on that either. Um, there's been a lot of Gene songs that have criticized people Religion. in the yeah in the religious sect. Uh, Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Um, Seduction of the innocent. You ever heard that one? Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that on one. Carnival of Souls, right? Carnival of Souls. Yeah. yeah. And that I'm gonna tell you this, dude. You talked about Carnival of Souls. A lot of people don't like that, but and it's not a Kiss album, but I like a lot of the songs on that album. I like uh, some of the they didn't make the list, but some of them that I had up here was uh, Seduction of the Innocent, Rain. Childhood's oh, in. That's a good song. Childhood's in. Forgot about um, rain. Childhood's in. That was about Gene. That was about Gene when losing one of his friends or something like that. What? Uh, and that may have been what I've always heard. He was. He wrote it about Kurt Cobain. No, I already lost a Sunday morning in the New York Times. It depends on what 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 album they're trying to sell. Yeah, well, it depends <laughs> on what interview they did. You know um, what I discovered? Van Halen and Cinderella. But yeah, uh, Gene has a lot to say about religion, and Gene can back it up too, just like you said. The rabbi, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he, he, he he got up there and he realized he wasn't going to get laid. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, that's from his sex own mouth. Yeah, freaking sex addict. Um, number six for me, and this is going to come off an album that you don't really care for a lot. Elder Carnival Souls. Elder, <clears throat> but I remember, you know, I like I said before, I used to always read the album credits, the liner notes from start to finish. I'd read it and I'd I'd look and see who who uh, wrote what song, and I thought I always thought it was cool that this was one of the songs that Eric Carr because you hadn't seen it before up there. Eric Carr's name hadn't been up on on the songwriting credits. So this one was one that Eric Carr wrote or had had a part in writing. And it's, yes, gosh, no, you know, I just finished on my album child to listen to Unfinished Business and listen to some of the songs. You know, that was, I don't know if you've ever heard that before. Hmm. It's got some of his older songs and uh, it's actually got him singing Shandy and All Hills Breaking Loose. Oh wow! Up there, so it was it was pretty cool, and it's got some interviews, a little little interview clips with him. But anyway, Eric Carr, uh, just another example of how life isn't fair. Just the nicest guy, the nice guys yeah. get taken away. Yeah, and and that was the case there. But this one for me on the elder, there was some songs on the elder that I didn't like, that I wouldn't really listen to a whole lot. So th this was one of the songs I would. Under the rose. Uh, Gene's got that growling voice. It sounds, I mean, it sounds like this could have been in a movie about back, you know, when they, like they were going to do with the elder. Is that the you one know, with that, the soft guitar? And the acoustic guitar? Is that the one with the acoustic guitar in the beginning? I'm not, I, I don't know the elder that much. I, I, under the rose. It's got the, uh, oh gosh. No, it's, it's kind of, slow starting well, it's slow all the way through but then it then 
when he gets the guitar solo, it starts picking up a little bit. You remember? I got to hear this real quick. Let me get my phone. Yeah, listen to it. And play it out loud because I don't want people to give me a copyright strike. Don't you have so long, though? I don't know. YouTube usually picks it up pretty quick. Ain't that right, YouTube? Strike! Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about that kind of acoustic and it goes into the bass. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's the song I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's uh that's always been one of my favorites off the elder, of course. Is that a Gene? Gene song? It's Gene. It, it sounds like a somebody else singing with him, but I it don't it unless they've got like double gene up there, it sounds like somebody else is singing too. But it's possible. You know, what, you know what's funny about that? Another band would have been anybody else. A world without heroes. I would have won a damn Grammy. That's a great song. I love that song. I love that heroes. song. Unplugged, the unplugged version is the awesome. shared version is pretty good too. It's just a good song. I haven't, I haven't heard that a long. Time. It's on the yeah. It's, I think it's on Heart of Stone. But anyway, yeah, that one because you know, I always get I always check that one out. The reason I <clears throat> I really listen to a lot so. Well, Eric Carr wrote the song. I'm gonna give this a shot. And okay. Under the Rose for me, number six. Number, number five. five. Okay. This song is probably the height of my really kiss becoming my favorite band. Like most teenagers at the time, I was going through a bunch of crap. School, parents, you know, not thinking I was worth a damn. And this song, <laughs> according to people, is so cheesy. Not even Chris Jericho likes this song. Uh-oh. <laughs> is this an 80s song? Uh, yeah, it's the 80s. It got me some, some tough times, words of encouragement. It's cheesy now to listen to it. But this whole album. I, I know what it is. Crazy yeah. Night song? It's a Crazy Night song. I know what it is. You, you said it. Say it. My way. Yeah, my way. I'm going to do it like I want and do it my way. I mean, walk like I walk, what's the what's the part? If you're stand on your own, you can make the grade in time. I mean, I remember. But if you stand on your own, you can make the grade in time. Yeah. Never if you take it like stone and stand on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember I had bought the Crazy Nights album, and I we had to write a song for school, and I did Crazy Nights because it's like you know this. My way and crazy nights are like sister songs, the same thing, you know. And I, I love the keyboards, and I've heard the one where Paul's singing. I, I think there's a demo out there of him just singing by like a rocked up version or a yeah. keyed up. I can't remember what it was. It's a different version. It's pretty cool, but I mean, a lot of people like hate this song. Uh, crazy nights was just like, you know, a lot of people talk about you know how the wall or you know, I mean that what got them through some stuff. I mean. This, I mean, Crazy Nights, because that was my band. I mean, Kiss was my band. I love my way, and I know Jericho doesn't, which is kind of funny because he, he loves 80s Kiss, but, I mean, I think he hates the song as much as Paul does, which is a shame. And look, there's, to me, my way's not 
not bad. The the one that and I don't hate it, hate it, but the one that I can't really listen to a lot is I'll fight hell to hold you. I don't get that. I don't get that. I okay. I mean, I, I don't hate the song. I think it's just his voice is way too high on that. I love that. I love that. I love that. It's no different than but, the all the shredded guitars at the time. Everybody was singing like no, that. No, I don't. Yeah, I agree with that. But you know, I don't, I'm yep. not saying I, I hate the song, but it's just if I had to pick between my way and that, and I'll fight hell to hold you, I'd pick my way. I think the only song on that album I don't like, and it's not Bang Bang You because I like that song. I mean, you're no, you're, no, you're no. Uh, no hell no. That's a great song. No 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 no. Uh, here kitty kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. And I, and I, I, I mean, when your walls come down, it's like, I, I just, I mean, it's like. What, what, what kind of conversation do you think went on in the studio after that, that happened? I mean, you think Paul just ad-libbed that in and said, here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty. And what do you think, you know, the producer and all the guys up there in the studio? Ron Nevelson, who just, Ron Nevelson, who just produced Heart, you know, Alone, one of the greatest songs that we discussed. Yeah, you're kitty just, kitty. You're <laughs> kitty kitty. They're just looking at each other like, "What did he just say?" And probably Gene's probably sitting in the background. And said probably said he said worse before. So don't just just let it go. Gene wasn't there. He was off shooting a movie. Remember? Oh yeah, he was, he was probably doing. <laughs> he was probably being that uh, transvestite. That, uh, transvestite in the, yeah. in the John Stamos movie. Yeah, but um, I mean, Crazy Nights nice is not everybody's favorite. But man, that was a that those like I think I, Asylum and this one they got and Heart in the Shade they and. That was my life at the time because I mean I I I couldn't drive. I just put my you know I remember just like you mentioned it you know one we had talked about turn on the night. God, I'd get out there in the back porch with my Walkman on, act like I was playing to a thousand you know at least twenty thousand people. I mean that that's the <laughs> dreams we had back then. Maybe maybe I am just a freaking kiss hard and I'm proud of it. But all of these albums that we talk about and people would like give crap to, I'm like I always look forward to them. And I always listen to it, to them over and over and over again because i guess because i was such a kiss tour but you know i will say this i guess it wore off a little bit in my old age because once sonic boom and monster came along yeah. i haven't listened to them nothing anything like i'm with you bro I did those those other albums i mean i even think the, carnival up until up until those two because carnival solos i've listened to over and over and over again i so, think it's I mean, with me i think it was with uh with with uh, Psycho Circus, I like two song, a couple of songs, but it. it was just, oh, it was just, it just wasn't authentic like it was before. And I, I feel the same way with the last two albums. It just, well, maybe it was, I don't know, I don't know what the difference would be. Hell or high, Hell or Hallelujah was badass, but th- I mean, it's about it. I don't know what the difference would be. We're older. They, they, no, well, it may, it's got to be something to do with the older. Plus, they changed lineups. A lot, well, not a lot, but you know, a good amount of time with, with some of these albums that I still listen to. Over, what are you looking at them? Are you looking at it like there's something in there that you won't, won't supposed to be? Well, like. No, I went to Sonic and I paid extra for real cherries. There's not a damn cherry in there. Oh, you went for a cherry, huh? Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I ain't touching that one, Steve. Yeah. Anyway, I went for a cherry, you know, I got was a lime. <laughs> I guess, I guess with the lineup change this last time, that I really couldn't get into it. I mean, 
and give plus it a chance. You, Maybe that's me, me just being stupid. Or I just well, couldn't give it a have, chance. Plus, when you have guys 50 pushing 60 singing about screwing, it's not the same as 20s and 30s, even 40s. I don't, I mean, and, and look, I don't think that that bothered me that much either. I, just, the, I don't know what I don't know no, what it was, but I just couldn't. I, I for some reason I have yet to give monster. I've given I'm it a like, listen twice, like, maybe. Honestly, I'm like that with all music. I mean, there's all music by the all the bands I like. There's no staying power, and I don't think it's the music. Yeah. I think it's me. Because I'll listen. I'll listen to the new Jericho. Loved our new um, Fozzie. Loved it. Yeah. Now Gary Allen had an album come out. One of my favorite country guys. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I just I think my to attention span is. I think my attention span is gone, and I don't think it's the music because there's stuff out there. So like the Def Leppard, I loved it first time I heard it, but I want to listen to it once. I mean, that it's me. Yeah, I, I just listened to Gary. Matter of fact, that Gary Allen album the other day, that was pretty good. I, I like Gary Allen too. Me too. Future podcast. I did listen to. Uh, <laughs> This came up on my list because you know if you guys haven't been following, I do like a my out. I did it like a couple years, a year and a half ago. Started where I listened to entire albums, and some of them are people I wouldn't usually listen to. Uh, one of them that came up around it, and I listened to them like four. I'll switch back and forth from in four different albums at a time because I don't like to go all the way through it at one time. But Gary Allen, then Luke Bryan. Ooh. Luke Bryan is. Sorry, bud. Anyway, guess what though? Fozzie's drummer is Luke Bryan's drum. Not yeah, Fozzie, but he's not quarantine. singing. He's not singing about corn making whiskey. Come on. No, not a Luke <laughs> Bryan fan. I mean, there's I some, I don't like it. I don't like it. Like. There's some songs that he's like this album, and I was telling my daughter today. I don't like the dude. Not, not well, I'll tell you I this. Just, he just, I've listened I don't know. He just, he just, he it, just annoys me. He doesn't wear a cowboy hat. That's what it is. I don't oh know. Oh, God. Jeez. All of his stuff is starting to sound the same to me now. And, and I, I was telling my daughter about it. She listens to him more than I do. She said, yeah, I can see that. She said, "I used to, I, that used to be a lot what she listened to, but now not so much. But So, yeah, Garza, we got off from Kiss to country music. Yeah, there you go. Take your, uh, he's probably got a drinking game. Every time they go on a tangent, he start he takes a drink. So, right. yeah, we need to do that. We need to do some. We need to do some drunk podcasting, Stevie. No, I'm not. Yeah, well, oh, you're already drunk. No, never mind. You're you're appearing as Ace Freely tonight. What are you saying, brother? <laughs> Did you see the post I put up with them? With because uh, it was like I don't know twenty twenty two. 23 years ago, they did the whole WCW thing with the demon coming out. Oh, yeah. Did you see it was like the worst rated segment? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Look, I put it up there. And, and, of course, our buddy, Pinocchio, made a little comment about it. And then I said, Ace was probably saying, what the hell? Two jeans? <laughs> and then he said, "Then he said, are we? And then I said, are we doing that freaking movie again? Where's my stunt double? I didn't see any African American Ace Freelys out there. I uh, I think a lot of it, like with that era, I remember when they got into the wrestling, and I think around the Psycho Circus. I mean, I saw the reunion tour. It wasn't my favorite tour. I thought oh, they took a step back, but I get that. why they did that. But I kind of tone, I kind of tuned them out. They're still my band, but I think I was more into country music back in the late '90s than I was. 
I'd go see them, of course, but I had the chance to go see them in Penoston. And a couple times I didn't go. If they played San Antonio, I'd go. But yeah, when when they started getting to the wrestling thing, I was like, well, you know what the plan was with that, don't you? I make money. No, the plan. Look, this is this is what they had planned to do. They oh, it had, had like the, four wrestlers, right? It was going to be all four of them, and I would love to see who the other three would be because Brian Adams was the original demon, the guy that played Crush and uh, WWF, whatever. He was the original demon, and he dropped it. He left because he was like, "This is this is stupid." Well, the, WW, gave, the WWF turned it down. That just sounds that's how bad WCW was at this time. Because I was watching this and I, I didn't even I watched some of the concert, but and I love wrestling and I love kiss, but man, I just did not go together. I just like they were gonna I, make a whole kiss like a kiss stable. It's just uh, too much, it's just too much. It's just too much saturation. It's just but uh, it's like when they came back and all the crap the toys came out again. And yeah, I bought some of it, but man, some of that and even up to the now, it's like, you know, really. And people collect the shit out of it. I mean, it's oh yeah. yeah. I I mean, I got some shot glasses for kiss shot glasses for my birthday. I don't. I mean, I don't really buy too much anymore, and it's just. I, don't I know. buy the vinyl, and I I mean, I get the t-shirts that come with that. Yeah, t-shirts are fine. But I've got some gifts. I I got the some of the. Uh, what was that? What was that company that made the new figures? They're at Walmart. I can't McFarlane? remember. I've got McFarland. No, it's not McFarland. It's a different one. Uh, I mean, I don't got, really. I've got the I've got the Ace and the Gene one of that. I mean, I don't buy their stuff, but like the Destroyer box that I bought out and the creatures yeah. is coming out what September, so I'll get that. Uh, is it September or November? I heard September. But it could be November. We're right around the corner for September, right? Right. I'd now. like to hear. I can't wait to hear the 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 uh, the uh, album review of that because that's not one of their favorite, which I don't get. Um. You were talking about the reunion tour, and I know we're getting off subject, but no, you know, not Tom us. and Tom and Zeus, who we mentioned a lot up here because they help us out a lot, and they're oh, yeah. they're just great. Just shout out Loudcast this past week was their episode was about the, you know, Paul going on Tom Morello's podcast talking about the top five moments he thought would kiss history. And if I had, and this would, well, I guess we need to save this for a podcast. We could do our top five moments. I named my, I put mine on the shout out loud. They'll probably get read on the air. Did you, you didn't see your, see it? I put one of them, I put one of them up there for mine. And I, and people probably think it's strange. What but is a it? lot to do with, a lot to do with the reunion tour. Everybody put reunion tour stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you this. One of my, what I felt like was a top five moment for me. And this is going all the way back to what, 78 for me was the the, the uh, performance under the Brooklyn Bridge uh, at, at the NTV. That, cool. that was cool. Yeah. And then, because I can remember watching it that night, and I was just like, holy Dennis Miller crap, at the end. Is, you're one of the best. You got the best kiss. Dennis Miller. And, but I that the part. thing that, that got part? me was, yeah, I remember that part. You remember right. that part? Anyway. Well, you didn't answer me, Stevie. I get, I get kind of offended here now. Anyway, anyway. But the thing that got me was, as excited as I was after that, I was like, gosh, that was pretty freaking awesome right there. And I recorded, I said, I can't wait to go back and watch that again. And then when they're going off the air, they're rolling the credits, you look and they go back and you see Ace singing and they're performing. And I'm like, <laughs> don't go. I was like, what the freaking TV? Go back to the, the, the damn concert. Show the whole thing. 
It's kind of like the order. old days in wrestling when all the good shit starts happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're out of time. We'll see you next week. No. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, they ended up doing what five songs. They got I that out there on a. They got that out there. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I I've got that. it. Yeah, of course. Um, of course you do, Stevie. Of course you do. But the funny, the funny Did, uh, thing. Sam, was, give you a call you, and get that for you. Sam Loomis. Yeah, Is that's he, me. He's still in the part. Don't mention that name anymore. God, I'm so sick of hearing about Sam Loomis now. You know, the thing about that is that I'm kind of with Zeus on that. Like, I'll watch it like one time, then I'm done with it. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. I don't collect it because it's like, well, I, I love crap on YouTube. I can watch, you know, it's I'd rather watch the Houston 77. I, I mean, that I mean, a love gun tour that, you know, I don't people collect that stuff. And, you know, that's that's cool. But I don't get I, a lot of it's confusing. It's like I don't get watching stuff over. It's like movies. I don't I don't buy movies. I watch it one time. I'm good. Except for except for Bohemian Rhapsody. I actually bought that movie. because That was a good movie. So my dad used to get on me about watching old football games that you know i because i like older football games he's like that's all i do now tv go cowboy <laughs> yeah that's but he's like you already know who's gonna win it i said well excuse me man that that watches movies from 50 years ago with people that have have been dead longer than i've been alive okay Paul you already, Stanley. you already know you already know what's gonna happen there at least i said they 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 try to hit somebody miss by a foot and they still go down. So I mean, Paul, that's what Paul told Gene, right? When they're on the, what was it? Yeah. The, yeah. That was, I robbed that, Paul confidential. That was it when they yeah, were like, exactly. Yeah. That's what I, that's where I got the line from that I said to daddy. Yeah. Cause I thought it was so good. Yeah, he, was, he looked good. at me like, they've been, they've been dead longer than I've been alive, but and he was like right. in his forties then. So yeah. Yeah. Can you, you remember that's been a long time ago, dude. Cause they're in their seventies now. Just think about it. Yeah, but that was a to me the revenge era was just the best. I that yeah, was one of the best. Had. Yeah, I I'll, I'll go I, on I mean, that. you know, I, everybody was so excited when they came out in the makeup, and I was like, here we go. Well, I mean, because I'm not, you know, I'm I'm Gene and Paul guy because I grew. Up I can see that. I mean, I can see that because I I mean, I would like to see. I mean, I don't Aaron hate the reunion tour, but I just, but, dude. Nah. That was so freaking exciting at that time. No, it was cool. Me. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. cool. It just wasn't. That, I it, didn't it wait probably, for that. It, it would probably be like the people who like the 70s stuff going and seeing the animalized tour. It probably feel the same way. Like, oh, it's, you know, that, that's probably what the same. It would just be yeah. reverse me seeing the reunion tour. Yeah. All right. So you just gave your number five about yep. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> we went out that Teddy. Hey, so but at least we stayed mostly on kiss subjects, so we can't give that time except for the Luke Bryan junk. Uh-huh. Number five for me is, and this is another song that's grown with me over the years. Um, soft creatures. You're so reflective, Steve. You just you just have a way oh, to really? sit there, like well, you know, you're looking into the microwave. No, no microwave, microphone, microwave. But I I, I always want to say that, man. But you just you don't spout out like me in a loud mouth. But you're just. Oh, no. I come to love this. I mean, you're very thoughtful in your. I'm giving you a compliment, well, I mean, brother. There's, come on, there's man. so many. There's so many, and like I said, with these songs, it could change about the week. See, there you go again. <laughs> you just do it exactly what I said. I don't insightful, care. bro. I insightful. I'm no, I'm giving you a compliment, yeah. bro. I know you are, but this song, the intros always 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 stuck out with me. It's another Gene song, and the way it starts off with doom, 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 and then when he pipes in and and the just the the chorus is great 
rock and roll hell. Get me out of this rock and roll hell. Isn't that a and of course isn't that the one Brian Adams helped write? Brian Adams and Jim Balance. That made my didn't make my list. Made my uh, honorable mentions. That was another kind of creatures song that it comes. To- you don't really know what's about. I think it tells a story. You know, gonna steal a guitar. I mean, this time tomorrow he'll be gone. I mean, good tell- storytelling on this. I love I mean, it. it. I love know, rock and roll. I, I love this song. Yeah, because look, the first I remember getting the. Yeah, and here I go back again. I remember getting the cassette for Christmas, and I was listening. I was just listening to the, you know, I was listening to Creatures of the Night. I was listening to I Love It Loud, War Machine. I uh, I still love you. I was listening to that. But, man, later on, when I, I really got into listening to it, so many, I mean, Danger, Killer, great songs. And I'm, people yeah. were like, you're a freaking Kiss star. You don't have any, you don't hate any Kiss song. But yes, I do. Believe me, I do. Well, I like Keep Me Coming. I think it's a great song. It's about a young Keep innocent, me coming's not it's bad. Got that, it's got that Zeppelin that 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 almost went my list. But I went with uh of course uh Saint and Center, because that's probably out of all of them. I just love that intro, that do 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 that intro. But uh yeah, rock and roll hell, man. That was on my honorable mention, man. Yeah, I, I yeah, love that one. Brian Abs is great too. And Jim so. Balance, and Who I think he thought- wrote, Brian Adams would write a song for Kiss about rock and roll hell, and then do War Machine. Everything I do. <laughs> did he sing? Did he write War Machine too? Did he write War Machine too? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> yeah, go from rock and roll hell to everything I do, I do for you. But that was oh, what was that song you did with the Sting and Rod Stewart? All for love. All for love. Brian no, I, Adams is one of my, you know. One of my favorites. I saw him open up for the Stones around Voodoo Lounge '94, and he was trying to change his image. That's when he came out. Have you really loved a woman like that? Have you really loved yeah. a woman? So he was like, not going to play his hits. I'm like, my God, you're not going to play Heaven, dude. Run to you, dude. Yeah, they. He did. He did write War Machine. I thought so. He said, I went down to Los Angeles. Gene had a guitar riff, but he didn't have a song. I thought it was a pretty good, cool guitar riff. I didn't finish the idea when I was in L.A., but I took it back to Vancouver. And then back home, he, he began working on the concept with Jim Bouts. came up with War Machine. You so know, I, what was that interview that they did? Is it Martin Pavoff they had on three sides? Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, it was it was one of the podcasts. I don't know if it was was it shout out loud or I don't know. It was I don't. It's one of the podcasts, but they were talking about how close the guy from Mister Mister became to Jordan Kiss, but he couldn't. Oh yeah, sing. Ferris. Yeah, but but he couldn't sing. I mean, I guess he did okay otherwise. But does Vinny Vincent really sing? I, I was like, I don't remember hearing him sing. But I mean, I that's what they said sing. that he didn't get the gig because he couldn't sing. But I don't remember Vinny Vincent singing. That's what I don't remember Vinny singing either. Not even in his yeah. invasion or anything like that. Whew, that would have been a, so- a hard- hell of a songwriter, though. Hell of a songwriter. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You got to give credit where credits, dude. He might be a cuckoo bird, but uh, he can write a song. I wonder if he can still do it now, though. What do you think? I don't know. He I knows mean, he how did. to shred. That's for sure. I mean, he wrote some good stuff on Revenge, so it's like, yeah, but that's been. I mean, is there, I don't 30 know. Years? That's, 30 years? Yeah. 30, I just got the Revenge 
new vinyl. Of course you did. Of course yeah. you did. And the, and the t-shirt too. Okay, the t-shirt's okay. On the t-shirt. Uh, these people that do the vinyl. The I got the yellow, the green, and the blue. No, I Are you actually, play those I'm just now? hoping. I'm going to hang them on my wall. I could just stare at them. I just hope they can re-release like Sonic Boom and You Wanted the Best. That's the only just two. Just the two albums that's you... The, they, that's the only two I'm lacking. You Wanted the Best? That's That kind of goes kind of high. That's out of print, dude. It's a, that's what I'm saying. They could re-release one. You know what I'm saying? I got the CD. But... Yeah, I had... I mean, but that one, I saw 350 for that on eBay. So, anyway... Number four for you. Number four. Well, Stevie, uh -oh. you're talking about on uh, Kiss Confidential about, you know, Gene's love for old movies. He actually got this one from this. The name of this song is from an old movie. And what goes on behind closed doors? What do you say? Open wounds and sores or something like that? Is that what he says on this? <laughs> Open wounds and sores. Yeah, it, uh, the, it's while the city sleeps. Oh. Yeah, he says something about what goes on behind closed doors, mm. open wounds or something like something about that. And I don't know if he's talking about like, you know, monkeypox or anything, but <laughs> but this is a song that if that, I, you know, I've been kind of flirting with doing a paranormal podcast. And I need to find out exactly, you know, what the lead song can be. But this is a this is one I would have as my lead song into that. I oh. love the intro into that. You yeah. uh, you better watch it. Gene, Gene will come looking for there's you. There's a lot of people do that, man. I mean, but you can play yeah. so much of it. So I mean, I know there's. I'm just saying, if I had an intro to a, like, I, a I thought about that. Like I, when I used to listen to sports radio back a long time, that would be a good intro to sports radio. Kind of like yeah. what the Pretenders, when Rush Limbaugh used to, much to their chagrin, used to play uh, Back to Ohio or whatever. But I always thought that that would be a good intro. But yeah, why the city sleeps? And I guarantee that's probably not on your list, is it? No. Why uh, the city sleeps? I, I'm, not, the, I'm not the. Did you ever notice at the end of this song, it's got the same ending that War Machine does, the same kind of sound? Listen to it sometime. I haven't. I haven't listened to Wild City Sleeps. Listen to the to ending of Wild City Sleeps. Though. It's got like the same kind of guitar stuff that the uh, sounds like in a war machine. Okay, kind of like the feedback thing. Like, yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I remember hearing that. I was like, where have I heard that before? Where have I heard that? And I like, oh yeah. So that's that's my uh, Wild City Sleeps. It's an old, God, twenty song, twenty or thirties movies. Gene got that's where he got the title from. Number four for me is also from Animalize, but it's the leadoff song. Remember hearing this the first time, and you know, say what you want to about Mark St. John, but that intro to that song. But did he play it? it I thought that was Paul. Is it Paul playing that? I thought that he couldn't. The way they make it sound, it was Paul. I mean, well, maybe I don't know. it was. Whoever played it, it was pretty damn good. And and the uh, yeah, it probably was him because it's fast. Yeah, the solo is, is pretty good, too. But I've had enough. Should have been a freaking single off that album. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see out, that. Out of the cold. Into, but, yeah. Uh, I've had enough. Great lead-off song. And just kicks off the whole fire thing and heat thing. For, for <laughs> Yes, I, I guess they were. Must have been summertime when they were writing this. God, it's hot. 
Hey, that's our a good winter idea time. Winter sure. time. Let's let's freaking talk about heat. Uh, but Paul does a great job on this song. I'm looking at my list. I think they played that. Didn't they try to play that sometime? They Did played they play it a few times live. Animalized tour. I think so. Might have, but I've had enough. Is is good song? Freaking awesome. I you, know, I, you put that up against Thrills in the Night, which was a single. Which one are you picking? Thrills in the Night. I love I Thrills about, in the Night. I think it's, it's about neck for neck there because I, I do like Thrills in the yeah, Night. Yeah, they're pretty close. But, yeah, uh, I can see that. I would If I had to pick one, that's what I would pick. I think it should have been a single off the album, but uh, number four for me is I've Had Enough. What about Get All You Can Take? God, talk about a great I, song. That's, that's, on, that's on my honorable mentions up here. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think about that till now. One of my like, 30. Like, of my 30. what is that? I mean, we're talking about Gene saying the F word. Well, they do it right here, you know? Yeah. And I remember first hearing this, are they cussing? Because, of course, really I'm like, that? I'm like, like 15, nah. like, oh, my God. And there was no parental advisory sticker on there? Then I had to look at the the liner notes, and I said, oh, yeah, they are saying it. But, yeah. I think the, the only song you can take is, is, I think, is one of my 30. The only song on Animal Eyes I don't like is Murder in High Heels. I'm just not a fan of that song. Murder in High Heels. Probably another old movie Gene got the name from. Yeah. You, you reckon he that was his little thing back then? He would just say, hey, this is an old movie title. I can just use a title and write from that. Well, you know that's how he got his name right. Yeah. That, that lady. That old actress, Gene Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. I remember there was a movie on in the 80s. Called North and South, and it was like Patrick Swayze's like it's kind of breakout Gene role. Simmons in it. And it's like, oh my god, Gene Simmons is in this. And they're like, what? Yeah, can't you see him up there <laughs> with his dressing a Confederate? Yeah, we're going, we're going back to Mount Royal, <laughs> and then blowing fire, breathing fire. On you ever everybody. see? You ever see North and South? Yes, a great movie, man. Yeah, like they have I all these. Young, when it came, I remember when it came on oh, TV. It was like a miniseries. Yeah. My mom watched it every night. I was like, I want to watch. I want to with some. I don't know what show was on. I want to watch this. Nope, you can't watch it because we didn't have but one TV in the house. That was a great show. And then show. finally, they broke bad. Santa Claus for Christmas brings me a thirteen-inch black and white TV. Yes, boy, I put it on top of my. I had a little Pittsburgh Steelers mini locker. Put it on top of that. And I'm like, gosh, this is a life. I've got a thirteen-inch black and white TV. I remember. When I didn't I know got- any better. I remember when I got the 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 TV with the VCR in it. Oh, yeah, man, that was yeah. great. Until you find out that that breaks and you if can't the use it. VCR breaks, you can't yeah. use it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're number three. Three. Top three. Okay. This song is probably what did him <laughs> in. Probably why he got fired. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's an extended mix I've heard. I think it's like eight or nine minutes long. I love it. And it starts out kind of, I think there's like different mixes of like the stuff off Dynasty. Dirty Living. It's getting to me. This is great, man. I mean, you talk about, when I hear this song, I picture just Coke binges and just going on Tom (laughs) Snyder. Hey, fucko. (laughs) Having a blast, dude. And I mean, I mean, it's one thing to live it and die, but it's one thing to have survived it and talk about it, you know? And, like, you think about them. You think Keith Richards, Eric Carr. I'm not Eric Carr. Sorry. Peter Chris, where did that come from? You think about those that said live that lifestyle and are still with us. 
and you have so many that tried it and they die. You know, like remember yeah. Len Bias? One time yeah. they killed him. One time. And you think about right after the draft. Yeah. And it's like all these drugs that these guys did and they're still, they're still, still walking around. Motley crew. God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there's like an extended version mix of it. I love that. I just, I love the dynasty era. Good. I mean, I was young kid at the time. I remember disco. So, but this symbolizes like excess for me. Dirty living. Yeah. Have you ever gone on YouTube and looked, and seen the uh, dynasty recording sessions. No, it's an hour. It's over an hour, but they've got the the audio from them recording the songs. Yeah, you need to get if you you like some of Peter's stuff back then. You need to go listen to that. If you can get through it, it's, it's kind of repetitive on some things, but yeah, it's it's interesting to listen to. But I remember I got this. I got this kiss, this kiss bootleg. Probably, at, I bought it at like a when you used to have those record conventions before everything was online, and it was called Kiss Last Licks or something. But it was the it was the Hot in the Shade, and they had the bandanas on. I guess we're on the firing squad, and it had these mixes of like Dirty Living and like you know Charisma, and I mean some badass mixes. And you see them, of course, on YouTube now. But I mean that was cool to find that crap in the early nineties. Yeah. That and like, you know, Wicked Lester, you know, and I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I think internet's a great thing, but man, there was a time when you go find something like, what the hell is this? Like, what is you this? find a bootleg. You were, you were excited and, about it, dude. You were excited about it. Now it's like, oh, yeah. big deal. We found that. And now I see bootlegs and I hear, you know, people talk about the live albums. There's only a couple. I mean, I, I only need like one or two live albums. I don't need, you know, 1970. I mean, I don't need all those. I have, you know, Maybe one good, like the soundboard thing. I mean, I don't need all those. I mean, I, I need a good live album. Like Adam Kiss uh, Uncensored. I have it ripped to my, you know, iPhone off, right. the, off the DVD, you know, or I guess VHS. I mean, but to me, you hear a, I hear a bootleg. I think, you know, stuff I haven't heard before, like the Paul Stanley stuff from like the 80s, you know. was There was. That, that stuff. A, That's what I like. There is a demo of and they say some people say it's a crazy nights it's crazy nights demo yeah but uh, there's there's some people that say paul was writing some songs for share yeah they do sound like share songs and you know one of them was when two hearts collide that does not i mean paul does a great job with it but it, it i don't think it would have fit on crazy nights did she do that song i don't think she ever did it but then you got sword and stone and that would have yeah Bonfire, that is, bonfire, that ends up on that, the right? Shocker soundtrack, but plus yeah. a band called Bonfire did that. Yeah, they did. That's what they did on the Shocker soundtrack. Um, they, uh, what was that song that Cher did? We all sleep alone. That Bon yeah. Jovi. That was a good song. Cher had some good, like that song "Heart of Stone." That's a great song. I mean, some of her yeah, stuff, Cher like had in the late, some good yeah. songs back then. But I like not trying. the not the what was that song she did? It's in his kiss, a few mermaids or whatever. Shoot, shoot song. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The like, remake. Yeah. That was it had Winona Ryder in it, so that was okay. Had Winona Ryder and a very young Christina Ritchie. Oh, she. Hey, was, did you see that was, that new Adams Family trailer? Yeah. That they're giving what's his name so much crap for Gomez or whatever. Yeah, go a guy named Gomez being played by. A, a Hispanic guy, yeah, yeah. 
How dare they? <laughs> she, well, I just I just noticed Catherine Zeta Jones. She still looks smoking. Anyway, number three for me. And let's see. No, I haven't had one off that album. But this Which is. Album? I'm getting to it. I'm not going to blurt it out like you. I haven't had one off this album. You got to get uh, articulate, Stevie. Back in the summer of 79. This, this would have been. 89. <laughs> uh, no, 90. 90 probably. Hot to shade. 89, 90. Uh, yeah. So this is one that is one of those songs that we talked about on what it would have been side two on that album. That, but uh, some bands have made it into more of a hit than it actually was by remaking it. Uh, namely Quarantine. But Silver Spoon. It's a power song. I love the beat of it. And, and, you know, I could deal without some of the things that he says in there. And what my daddy said, I wasn't born with a silver, but I love the chorus when they go to the back. Whoa, whoa. Love it. And I'm not, I'm nowhere near Paul Stanley's pipes, but uh, it, not even today. But <laughs> yeah. Silver Spoon is just a great song to me. Don't, uh, tell it, don't, song. don't try to tell me where you're coming or what you're doing. From where I'm from, everybody, somebody, except that damn Peter Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, Peter that, Chris. That was on the um, that that uh, metal shop. They were talking that they were doing interview. That you were familiar with it, right? They do interviews with the artists. They talk about I, songs. I know about. Well, yeah, I looked it up on YouTube after you told me about it. Well, he was he was talking about. Um, he was talking about how he wanted he he got those the singers from that church to sing the chorus and one of the girls yeah, goes Neil Carter yeah we'll do it we'll do it as long as you don't get into that devil stuff <laughs> yeah I, I forgot about the whole uh, whole church choir singing I like they that like song I, a lot yeah. too I I'm partial to the Paul Paul I like the cover but I'm of course partial to Paul. It's got oh, that. Yeah, whole, I like the power. Yeah, he's got yeah. that whole. It's a kind of the prequel to "God Gave Rock and you know, Road to You." Now, people, we have been given a road. I, we, you know what we've been, we should have done. We should have done all our intros like Paul usually does. We'd come up with some corny lines. Yeah, we'd be here for three fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just got through listening to another album that was that one live kiss he did. Yeah, the live album. That's a great album. I posted that the other day, Magic Touch. Yeah. On the uh um, yeah, that's a that's one tour I wish I could have seen, but he only played like Georgia era and Florida. He didn't play Texas. I wanted to go. Yeah, it, was, I, it was a good set list. I mean, he had a great selection up there that you you know, because Magic Touch was up there. Uh what was the other one? Some songs from his solo albums. He did Tonight uh, You Belong to Me. He also did uh, A Million to One. Yeah, he did. And, and it ended up, if, if Paul ever does a solo tour like that, he always needs to end it with Goodbye. And he ended it with Goodbye. Goodbye is another song that uh, it has grown with me over the years. I remember when that solo album came out and my buddy... I turned him on to Kiss. I think he really didn't become a fan until we went to the 1992 club tour in Dallas, my 20th birthday. 
And he's like, I get it now, bro. And this is, you know, the revenge warm up. I get it. I get how you love this band. And he, and we were, and he uh, was talking about when that album live to win came out and he's going, you know, what's a shame is that more people won't hear this and that living, living, loving you without you now. Yeah. I mean, my God, if that would have been Daughtry or somebody else, that would have been huge. Yeah. But it's the stigma that he gets that it's just, it's mind boggling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's typecasting. Uh, Well, you know, I was surprised, you know, live to win was on a lot of like Fox sports stuff and, and, the that, South Park episode. Did you ever see the South Park episode? Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, but that out, but that it, it's it's amazing, and it, and it's funny is that you know I think what Kiss is finally getting the recognition in the last few years they've got it, and it's not because they're respected; it's because of the longevity. Yeah, because they've outlasted their well, critics. So, a lot of people still don't still don't respect them, dude. Well, yeah, you, you you see people on. Life suck, and like you're like, what are you doing? You know, it, it just like going on, going on, you know, Facebook to defend somebody is like, dude, Paul Stanley, their life is better than mine. I'm not gonna. It's like I'm not a Rush fan or a Pink Floyd fan, but I don't think they suck. They're just not mine. What my it, type of thing. What it, What is that thing he says? You want to like us? That's fine. You want to hate us? That's fine too. You want to be in the middle? Get the fuck out. Or my best friend thinks I'm a jerk because I like Kiss. <laughs> I told a, I told a buddy of mine, I told it one time we were watching that, and my, I looked at my best my buddy Brett. He's like, "Yeah, you are an asshole for liking this man." <laughs> it's made you a better person, buddy. Yes, it has. Doing a All podcast right. with a great guy named Stevie Fly. Who's he? Number two. Number two for you. Number two. Who does number two work for? Who do you work for? Uh, another Peter Chris song. Uh-oh. Uh, this one I, I know about. it is. Let me go ahead and guess. I finally I, found my way to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I uh, I talked about my favorite, my second favorite A solo on Strange Ways. Man. Well, this song is my favorite A solo, and I don't think they've done it live. I think they did it on the cruise. I found something on YouTube of a crowd. I think this any other band would have done this song. Like maybe a you know a and just a regular rock band, it would have been a hit because I was listening to Dress to Kill and I heard the first couple of songs. I think this is the third or fourth song, but when this song came out, I heard the guitar. I was like, okay, that's Kiss. And then Peter comes in, get away. Should I stay? Yeah, just and the and the Ace comes in with that solo and just nails it and leaves. But I, I thought this would have been a good rock radio hit. But of course, you know the stigma. Like, and if you put this on another band, I think it would have been a hit. Yeah, that's not a bad song. Yeah, it's that. yeah. I heard uh, Eric Singer playing it on the cruise, but I mean, I don't think they've ever played it because I've looked and looked and yeah, I haven't been able to find it. And you would think bands would- like that back then they, they you know they do an album they they pretty much play the whole songs but kiss pretty much stuck with how the first, much yeah how the much first how album many, yeah. how many songs were on their set list that's the yeah. thing but if their first album i mean that's majority of their set list now even oh, now gosh, yeah good lord yeah all right so my number two is probably probably will be our first repeat of the night oh wow 
Yeah, you had this on way early. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Within. It's got to be within. Nope. Uh, no, it's not my way. <laughs> I know it's yeah, not while the city sleeps. No. Nope. Oh, it's, uh, it's got to be the. It's got to be Saint and Center. Nope. Oh wow. Strange ways. Oh duh. Number yeah, two. Said that earlier. I'm like you. I'm like you. The guitar solo from Ace is killer. The, you know, and Peter's something about the song. I mean, it's not just the sound of Hotter Than Hell. But something about Peter's voice on that is just eerie sound. And when he did it at the at Creatures Fest, it still sounded eerie, really eerie. Like, and, and it's just heavy. Man, when Ace hits that solo, though, it's, that's all you got to hear. He goes right into it, and then the chorus with all of them doing this strange ways, twist of fate. Yeah, you got to love it. It's it, it should have been it should have been played. You know, before Peter got out of the band, it should have been played live before that. But you know, well, they didn't want another, to get Peter like, a whole lot. That's that and like all the way. Those are great songs. I mean, they just I mean Yeah, what's all that, the way is great. What's that other song? There's one more. It's like maybe Mainline. Mainline, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's another Peter what song. Was that, that, what was that about? <laughs> uh, uh oh, you don't know. Drug related, perhaps? Maybe. That's like when I first heard what uh Nothing to Lose was about. It's like, man, just killed it for me. Yeah. The idea of that just that does that just you know, not sex. That's just not sexy. <laughs> when I when I heard it, I remember because I hadn't listened to my live album in a while. And then when I got older, I listened to it again and I was I was like okay what are we talking about here i don't remember it sounding like this when i was a kid but anyway so number two for me is strange ways our our first repeats i don't know if we'll have another i doubt it might it. be the only one i so, i remember seeing him with and a couple years ago and he had another guy singing for him but man he just ripped on this good this solo god it was so great all right your, what you got at number one buddy buddy uh, this is probably I want to. This is not the first Kiss song I heard, but this is next to the su- single on the album. I don't know if it was a single or not. Maybe not the hit on the album. This is probably like the first Kiss song that really like. Oh, okay, stuck with me. Of course, it's off Asylum because that's you know. I remember asking my dad. You know, he's there. Oh hey, my dad, uh, what's lingerie? And he looks at me. I'm like, what, 13? Why? Why are you asking me that? You worried about you know, it's Mister, you know, <laughs> Christian man, Jimmy Swagger, yeah. you know. And I go, I'm just curious. Do you do you wear it on a hot day? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I was listening. Day. I mean, Jimmy I thought it was like some kind of cologne. Day. I thought it was some kind of cologne. I mean, I just yeah. like, oh. But I mean, besides the money. Why else be a rock star? Shake, Kicks. rattle, and roll. First song, um, besides Tears Are Falling, which stuck with me, off Asylum, my first album, but I, I still love this song. I love the intro. I mean, it's Bruce Kulick. I mean, solo, and at the end, when Gene's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Gene didn't, I mean, Gene gets a lot of crap for not, you know, 
you know, putting in a lot of effort. But man, this Secretly Cruel is an awesome song. I, I think it's one yeah. of his best. Do me a favor. And I if you can't find it, I'll I'll send it to you. Uh there was a guy, and it's been back probably 10, maybe over 10 years ago, that he by himself did a video in makeup. He he did secretly cruel. He redid it as a 70s sounding kiss song. Okay. And and if you like Secretly Cruel Off Asylum, you'll love it when you hear it. He does all the parts, and he he wears all, different makeup the whole time. It switches back and forth. If if I didn't think I would put it up here right now and share it with you, if I didn't think it would get a get us a, on YouTube uh, a strike or something, but yeah, you go look it up. Double is the guy's name is Double Virgo, and he does Secretly Cruel. And I've tried to get in touch with the guy, but he, he hadn't put any videos up since then. It's been about, like I said, it's been over 10 years ago now, but makes that song, you know, and, and I like Secretly Cruel to start with, but giving it that 70s kiss sound, that would have been a hit back in the 70s. You, you need to watch done, it. Done by another artist, <laughs> of course. But yeah, you know, no, I think, I think what I'm saying, if they gave it that, you know yourself, it's a different sound in the seventies with Kiss than it was any other time. That's like that's how Classic seventy eight is able to recreate it. Uh, but and they, this guy did it before Classic seventy eight did it. But I'm just saying that, like what I said with Getaway, it's just that they should be they would be hits for other people. But Kiss had a stigma against them. It was just they weren't hitting anything before Alive. Well, Rock and Roll Night, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Rock and Roll All Night really didn't take off to the live version to the live version yeah so i mean it was out there but it didn't it didn't chart really well payola that stuff was going on where the artists would get paid they would pay the yeah I mean, that, what the heck hold on we're still live bro yeah something something played in the background on me um so number one for you Secretly cruel. So we'll uh, we are, we'll only have one repeat after that. I figured. I figured. But uh, number one for me, and this is to me one of the biggest no play, I guess what you call it, by Kiss in the seventies in a concert. This would have been so awesome to hear on a live two. Or you know, even hear it on any tour that you can go back and listen to now. But put your hand in my pocket, grab hold to my rocket. No, it's not that. Uh, for Let me, me guess. My no- Let me guess. Okay, you said alive too, so it's got to be one of the three albums. I think. I mean, of course, I think of a song that's underrated, that a deep track. I think "Sweet Pain," but I don't think that's yours. No, that's not. That's uh, not it. And I don't think it's. And I, <laughs> Baby Driver, and I don't no. think it's. Close. I don't, I, Mr. Speed. Yep, Mr. Speed should have been played in concert. I mean, that intro. And I remember as a kid, for some reason. 
I was scared to death of the song. I don't know why, but I was scared of it. I was like five years old. The God, of Thunder, old, God of Thunder was God fine. of Thunder didn't phase me, but Mr. Speed for some reason. Wow, you know, really? Yeah, I was scared of it. But are you afraid that Mays wouldn't it. call you that, Stevie? <laughs> Let's hope that nobody calls me that. I know. I, I know. I, Thinking about that, do you really want the ladies to call you that? Exactly. Why do you want them call? I've always wondered about it. Why do you want them call him Mr. Speed? At least Gene loves them and leaves them. You know, hey, you know, he yeah. loves them at least, you know. But Mr. Speed, man, I mean, come on. I was how did that, it, how did this not get played live? I always thought that that song could have been done better in the studio because as good as the rest of the album is. Because like in that part where at the end, after the solo, and then you hear Paul go, Ow. Ow. I mean, it's like that's such a half-assed owl. That's like the worst part. It's like a slow owl, you know. It's like and she should it go a oh, slow owl, not yeah, a little owl, a slow owl. No, it just seems like he's tired. But I just think I think you're right. It, a live version would have been like Jeez. a lot of the stuff, like off you know different album and Justice for All. I can't listen to off the album, but live I can. And I think well, that's off bad Justice for All. That's because there's no bass on it on the exactly. Album. Jason Newstead got screwed. Still better than anything Dave Mustaine's done. Yeah, it was. I mean, but uh, I'm looking here. I want to see. See one, two, three, four, five, five Paul songs, and I'm not counting the ones he sang with Gene because "Lover All I Can" was. Was pretty much a dual thing. Five pile songs for me, and then are we doing that? I, I don't. I don't have any A songs up here. Besides "Strange Ways," of course. Yeah, but I'm talking about singing. Who sings? Great, you're gonna make Gene, me do homework. I got Stevie. one. Gene's got three, and then Peter's got one. Oh, yours. I got five Gene songs, three Peter songs, and two Paul songs. That's pretty good. No A songs. Which is, which is funny for me because Paul's my guy. Like, yeah. you know, but. Well, the, the Ace Court will be after us because there's no A songs up here. But. I don't have any A songs my, either. No, you didn't no. have any. Well, what, what about your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. Uh, How many you got? I got five. Okay, I'll get five. Okay, rocking. <laughs> you got thirty standing by. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get five you, over here. Of course you do, Stevie. Okay, rock and roll hell, which is you mentioned. Brian Adams co-wrote that. Uh, another song that got me through some tough times. Ala Jean, trial by fire. Life's a trial by fire. You know it. it that basic, I'm going to live my life, that basic, you know, yeah. Tony Robbins kiss song. A song, and I, you're going to laugh at me when I say this, but for the time, I thought it could have been a single. Hell or High Water by Gene on Hot in the Shade. Great melodic song. I mean, Is that on Hot in the Shade or Crazy Nights? I mean, Crazy Nights, sorry. Yeah. Hell or High, Kiss Tard going up. Uh, Hell or High Water. I, the <laughs> intro, I just thought that could, I thought that was a good mellow song that could have been a single. Definitely beats Walls Come Down. Uh, mentioned it to yeah. King of Hearts. Great song. Probably probably, probably my second favorite song off that. I, I love that. Just the, the rhythm and just do it. 
And of course, I mentioned before, almost made my list, Master and Slave. Okay. So my five, and another another Dress to Kill song, Two Timer. Okay, good song. Yeah. Uh, I'll Love Gun, Almost Human. Oh, yeah, good song. Yeah. With the bass. Uh, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like he's taking a dunk. He just got through taking a uh, <laughs> I just got done with a groupie. <laughs> that's that. That ain't no groupie dunk. That's a dump. That's a relief from a dump. Uh, I think anyway. he was trying to be a monster on that, Stevie. I don't think he was trying to take a dump. Yeah, but it came off like a dump. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, not, I never thought that. Ask, ask. Okay. Oh, no, I heard their, uh, their I heard their, yeah. I heard their, uh, I heard their uh, yeah, and I remember they never got that. I just like I got they, it totally because I've always thought it. I laughed my butt off when I, I heard that. I, I take God. a lot of I take a lot of fiber, Stevie, so I don't have that problem. So maybe you do. <laughs> okay, then we got from creatures danger. Cool. Then from uh, lick it up, uh, fix like a glove. Love that song, and then. From hot to shade, love me to hate you. Good song. Yeah. So, so one repeat. That was strange ways, but that was a good repeat. I think I had one. I had on my list. I had one seventies Kiss song. The rest were eighties and nineties. With uh, strange ways was the only one. The, one no, I had getaway. Never mind. Getaway. No, and dirty living. What am I talking about? I don't know what the hell I'm talking Three, about. Four. I had five seventies. I had I had three seventies with yeah, five seventies. Strange ways, dirty living, and getaway. Makeup songs: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight makeup songs. <laughs> He's trying to count, guys. Give him a give him a, give him a break. It's taking him a while. Five non makeup songs. The rest were makeup songs, I guess. Five makeup, five non-makeup. But the makeup I'm talking about was, you know, Creatures and then, uh, what's that song? Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> been a long day, Stevie. Um, within. Within, okay. Yeah, so that was later makeup. Yeah. All right, so that is our top 10 Kiss Deep Cuts. We'll come back sometime soon with a maybe we'll come in with our least favorite 10 kiss songs i don't know if i could do that i don't know what if do i think? i don't know if i dislike 10 kiss songs i don't think i do either i was sitting there thinking you know yeah boomerang obviously is one i mean um, i don't i don't like the elder and i don't like cos but i don't think they're bad no they're not bad they're just not kiss albums yeah they're like I, they're just not my some, favorite yeah there's some stuff on there and there would probably be a lot of monster and Sonic Blue songs on there that I didn't like. I think mine would be like Boomerang and maybe Car Jam. Oh no, I'm I just, can't do Car Jam. I'm just not. I, don't I, like I would do. I don't like instrumentals. I would have to do Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey and Just a Boy. That would have to be up there somewhere. You know what? Fanfare, dude. I hate that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they did a horrible job with that. Jeans, jeans all over the place. Was that your dog? 
No, that was me trying to do fanfare. Oh, did that go? <clears throat> I'm still fading allergies, dude. Okay. Hope we don't get sued for that authentic take <laughs> on fanfare. <laughs> I'm going to say, there's no way YouTube can figure that out. That's for sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Was> it? <laughs> Yeah, how it goes? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, now we're going to get sued. Great, Stevie. You did it now. I can name that to you. You, the fan. Cease yep. and desist. <laughs> I can't do Gene If they did well. that, great. That would be great. Like, we anyway, were talking, we were, one more thing we're talking about, like talking about that. How in the hell does that wrestler, the warlord, never get a cease and desist? But King Diamond did. I think we talked about this. His makeup is just like jeans. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. I guess that he just picks and chooses. I, I guess if it's yeah, not he still to the, this day he wears it. Yeah, but Warlord's not in the public eye that much anymore. Like, yeah, you think King it. Diamond was though? Nobody even heard of King Diamond before that. Yeah, I don't know. I never listened. I had to listen to King Diamond before, but uh. So I that one song they did, Merciful Fate Egypt, and it was just all screaming. And I'm like, okay, I don't get this. It's yeah. like Ingve with vocals. Yeah, I'm not I, I I'll give it a try one time and see see how I like it, but I probably won't from what I'm hearing. But anyway. So King next Diamond, week the King Diamond cult will be on her, along with the Dave Mustaine and Chris Holmes cults. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get some calls on that. Oh well, we get some Dave Mustaine. You know, we've already said all of that. Well, I put just, that on my move on, uh, move on, put, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's over. It's over. You you know you're in your what sixties now. You got to be in sixties. But you know, but still mess up about that. That's a new story. I haven't heard that one before. He didn't write about that in his book. I read his book. He didn't say anything about that in his book. Now he's you know. You know, I, he I, is sixty years old. Uh, exactly like a five-year-old. Get yeah, my he, yeah oh. I know he's been through a rough time, but still, you know, get there was a re, there's a reason everything happens. There was a reason you got kicked out of Metallica. You you made Megadeth. Megadeth not as big as Metallica, no matter what you think, or as um, good in my opinion. Or as good. You had some good songs. You had your time. Move on, dude. Be happy with life. Be happy with what you got. Yeah, just be like James Hetfield. Go out and shoot something, hunting, hunting, <laughs> whatever gets you. Know. I did say Hetfield filed for divorce from his wife. Yeah. So he, I mean, he went through rehab not too long ago. I hope the guy's okay. Again, yeah. That's I mean, the one guy you, you really hope nah. to see get his stuff. That's my out. out of all of the Metallica. That's my that's my dude, man. I just always like James. I just thought I. I was a Newstead fan. I mean, I love Jason, but you know, and he got done wrong. I don't care yeah. what they say; he got done wrong. They, yeah, they, they did him wrong. They did him wrong. Oh yeah, but they did right the by Trujillo. They did right by. They made him a millionaire. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about they, the money. That was awesome. They, they, they learned their lesson. That <laughs> they learned their lesson at Jason's expense. We need to do Metallica. You, we need to do a Metallica podcast. That's coming up. You think about it. You you lose a guy like Cliff Burton. I mean, who was extremely talented. And Metallica's go goes through that. He may have been yeah. their most talented person in that yeah. band ever, I think. I mean, and you think about it, well, they won't ever be the same. Newstead comes in different, goes right in, and they 
they go on to get bigger than they were. Which would oh, that yeah. happen with Cliff? Probably so with Cliff too. I don't but know. I it's like it, I don't know. I don't know if they would have went in the same direction. Like the black album, I don't think I don't think he would have done a blackout. He may have been gone after that album, I think, before that album. He definitely would have been heard on Justice. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, oh yeah. Ain't no way you turn it down Cliff Burton's bass. It would have been it would have been bass on there. You heard about the but, story of what happened with that, right? That yeah, something that they the engineer wanted or the producer wanted something to do, and he and Lars took the shittiest copy. Of course he did. That's Lars. Why would you do that though? Why would you know, take man. that? Why would you take that risk? Because let's say the album flops. I mean, why would you take that risk and do that just to be I, an asshole? I just remember when I remember Master. I got into Master Puppets, and then I think it was like the 35th anniversary of Garage Days Revisited. Yeah, that 5980 P. I got that. Uh, I, was, I loved it. I loved it, and it was like, okay, this is the hold you over till the next album. And I remember getting the out, uh, uh, getting, getting uh, injustice for all, and just being like, but... "I don't like this at all." It's it's the good the, God the drums sound weaker than anything. Yeah, and there's a version out there on YouTube of that album. Like I think Eddie Trunk played it, and it's badass. But I mean, yeah. they'll they'll never but admit it they're wrong. Up. No, no, because, yeah, and and no offense to Trujillo because he. He's done a great job with him. He's great. I love him. Yeah, I love it. I do. I mean, he was great in Ozzy. But are they as big as they were when Newstead was there? They're still pretty big. Yeah, but I, are they as big as they were when Newstead was there? They're still pretty big. They're playing stadiums. I mean, stadiums. They're big as the Stones, they're, man. They're not as big as they were when Newstead Yeah, but they don't there. sell albums. Nobody does. No, I'm talking about just No, I think they are. Oh, I think they are. I disagree. But they're not one of there, they're, they're not in your top ten, Stevie. They're not a band you follow a lot, right? No, I mean I follow them enough, but I they still they play made stadiums. Some bad, but no, they made some bad I, choices. I over disagree. The I disagree. The whole Lulu thing with Lou Reed. I don't think that's anger. right. On that. I don't think it. I don't. I, I disagree, Stevie. Okay. Well, I mean, Death, I mean, Death Magnetic. It it sold a couple million. Death I think, Magnetic people, was great. That was people, the comeback. But people but don't Lulu and Saint Anger. Good gosh! Yeah, but they've been uh, they've they made up for that when they did um, what's that one before Death Magnetic? Um, what's the one? I was thought I thought Lulu was the one for that. No, there's an album they did. Did Death, Death Magnetic? Magnetic. Death Magnetic a, was the one that they came back on. They they got back to uh, their Metallica sound instead of going to. Lulu again. Hold yeah, on, but I'm they did. Up. They did an album. Hold was on, it, was Death Magnetic their last album? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Hardwired. Hardwired. Okay. Truck. That Death was Magnet, the last album. That's what album. I was thinking about. They did. They did. Um. Because they did. Uh. That one, and then they did Death Magnetic. Okay. All yeah. right. They did Reload. Then they did Saint Anger. <clears throat> then Death Magnetic, then no. Hardwired Self Destruct. Yeah. They don't even put. Uh, they don't it was even more. That was more of a Lou Reed solo album. That's what they, they say. This collaboration album right here. That's what they call it. Sales sixteen thousand in the United States. 
That was Saint. That was Lou Reed, though. Lou Reed never sold anything. Oh. Yeah, but this is Metallica. When you're that big, Stevie, you can do what you want. Just like us, man. We can do any. We can do a podcast. Yeah, we can do what we want, right? On Hello Kitty, man, and we would get. We would just kick ass. Yeah, kitty, kitty, yeah, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Garage Inc. That was just a. That looking, was just. That, that was, was Garage Days out. revisited with a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. If you ever want to listen to a nice family song, listen to So What. Well, how about uh So What? Last Caress. Yeah. Da, 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 I, a... I got something to say. I killed your mother today. Oh, um, I killed your baby. Well, he says oh, he says he rapes the mother. He that's raped right. the mother, yeah. But that's not their song, that's an old Misfit yeah, song, I think. Yeah, my favorite song is that. What's that song? And I try to get through the wait. The wait. That, the wait. No, that's not the wait. That's the small hours. Small hours. Yeah. Excuse me. They're, that's my from song. the intro to it. I remember. I remember in middle school, I had a I had this thing. It was like you had an alarm radio, but it opened up to a cassette, and it <laughs> opened up and it opened up to that first. What was that first song on that album? That was it, wasn't it? Uh, Garage small Days. Hours. No, I think it was the first song on Garage Days Revisited. You talking about the cover album? Yeah, that's the what big... we're talking about. No, I, I'm talking about the 598 EP. Yeah, the Garage Days Revisited. Yeah. I'm just trying to see what the, the name of the... Helpless. Helpless. Helpless, The Small Hours, The Wait, Crash Course in Brain Surgery, Last Caress, Green Help. But the the girl the other one that came out was the one that had uh, uh, was the one that had Nina Hartley in it in the video uh, the Bob Seger song. Uh, it wasn't Nina Hartley. It was Ginger Lynn. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it was Ginger Lynn. Dave. Good thing it wasn't Ron Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> turn the page. That was yeah. uh, turn the page. Yeah. yeah. But I have an import of that. It has like all the covers they did, like Stone Cold Crazy. Yeah. Is, what was the thing about Cold by Metallica is that when they did singles, they would put like B sides on there. You of like Never songs that you couldn't get anywhere, yeah, yeah, and they've got the whole, you know, I think they're doing putting out stuff for people that they don't usually show, and they're putting concerts out. Hint, hint, kiss, kiss. Uh, I just, I think they're just as big. That's my opinion. I don't think Jason had anything to do with it. Uh, I think, I think they've continued. I think they, I think they're kind of low in their career was the re- road load and reload. Cause they weren't really that van. I think with well, that magnetic, they, they've been, yeah. That's cause they changed their hair. Everybody <laughs> gave them a hard time cause they cut their hair. Like hey, uh, Jerry always, Cantrell. I will always say Tracy guns started that revolution. Jerry Cantrell sitting in the crowd oh, sitting up there on, on unplugged. Don't let friends get bad haircuts. That sells it, Steve. We got to do a Metallica podcast because we're yeah, we'll have way to. too much about them. We'll have to do it. Anyway, so we've done two hours. I know Garth is out there. Okay, you guys, wrap it up. Where can they find us, Stevie? They can find us anywhere you find your podcast Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. They can find us on Podchasers, Good Pods, wherever you find your podcast at. And make sure, and I ask this every time, and please, please. If you want to do us a favor, and we're not asking for money, we're just asking. But hey, for if, like, if, hey, man, we'll take that too. Two minutes of your time—that's all it would take to leave us a five-star review on one of those. 
and subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube, we, we've had some big responses over the last couple of weeks on YouTube. Uh, it's picked up. Like, hey, guys, don't show um, your face anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I want, we need to do that experiment. Just put a, just cover our face and, and do that. But also, like I said, YouTube, we talked about that. You can email us, thefinalscoreentertainment at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. And there's several places you can find us on Facebook. Our, we have a trio of Facebook groups that you that we, we take care of. And like we talked about earlier, the, that 80s page, over 2,400 uh, followers now. Great job yeah. by Warden. Warden takes care yeah, of that. Yeah, nice. I, I, yeah, man. I, I put so much work into it. I just created it and yeah. post a bunch of 80s stuff. Pop. And- but you did something right, dude. It's got over 2,400 people. Followers. Love the That's 80s. great. I like to say it was me, but no, people love the 80s. <laughs> also, you can find us at All Things Rock, Hard Rock, and Metal. And then you can find us at the On the Fly group. And uh, you can also message us on Facebook. We both have Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. That's where the warden's choice for the album was is getting his ass handed to it right now. Um, so check us out. Yeah. That's being kind. <laughs> leave us some comments. Leave us, some, you know, whatever. We're open. We're we're very responsive on on Facebook. Uh, yeah, and Twitter we too. We don't have a life, so yeah, we're we're there. Yeah. Uh, I wish it. I wish that was the case there, but I'm, I'm like, gotta go here. Gotta do this. Do this. Football season is 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 upon us, and my time is like, woo. And I hate that feeling that I feel like I'm like okay. I don't have enough time to do this. I get that feeling all the time now, but it'll. I don't it'll have pass. that feeling. I don't have that. I don't problem. I don't care. Yeah, it'll be there tomorrow. It'll pass. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Warden, any last things you want to share with us? No, just I mean, any ideas for the show? Not. Uh, I'd say knock us up, but we probably don't want that to happen. Knock us up. Really. Send us a. Job, send us. Bud. You know. You know how to reach us. You know. If you want an '80s something on the '80s. We'll talk 80s. We did last week, and obviously don't know what I'm talking about, so we'll try something else. <laughs> so we, we've actually got some ideas for stuff we're going to do, and we're going to throw some ideas out there at you and see how, like like you said, throw it up there. Like the first three kill stabs, we're going to throw it up there and see if it sticks. And hopefully one of those will come up, we'll come up with our own alive and uh, take off. There's, there's one thing, you know, me, I'm a paranormal nut. If you like the kind of paranormal and, and my latest one is is time travel. I've been watching on Hulu. Uh, you like time travel by Kiss, don't yeah, you? Yeah, like that's that don't you? But uh, it wouldn't be in my top 10 hate list. Uh, there's a show. It was on NBC. Canceled way too soon. It's called Timeless. Oh, I love you like that. Timeless? I it's love a great show. show. I'm I on season it. two. I got about four episodes left. I don't want it to end. Cause it's actually season, that, that's the last season, isn't it? Yeah, I'm on season two. It only went I watched season. season one when it was on TV, and then they canceled it. And a lot of people bitched. They did a movie, evidently tying it all together, hoping all that's right. the case. Well, you did say they're doing a reboot of Quantum Leap now. I never watched that show, bro. Should I if I like time travel? Yes. Okay. Because he jumps, he jumps from, you know, the guy, the main character. He jumps from people's body to people's body at different times. Okay, but. There's an episode on there that the kiss a, episode, right? Kiss like, episode, yes, and that was that was freaking awesome. And it, yeah, if you I've, look real, 
if you look real close, because you know they didn't do the same makeup, yeah. they couldn't. But if you look real close in the background on the wall when they're in we're in their dressing room one time, the uh Kiss album, the first the debut album, it's it's the you can't really make out if they did it in the characters face. Oh, and that make it, okay. Yeah. So it's 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 so is it kind of like is it like timeless? They go back to like in a certain events that happen and stuff. See what he has to do. He's got a partner with him that nobody else can see. He pops in from time to time to tell him, yeah, why he's there because he just once he gets things straight there, he automatically jumps to another body in another time, and he's got to fix a situation. But yeah, I think you would love it, but you need to I'll check, check it, it out. Let's check it out. Yeah. So that's our that's our quantum leap post for the week. With, uh, but yeah, that and I need to go back and actually watch that over again. Yeah, because Stevie, unlike you, I don't have a life and I have a time to watch a lot of TV, so I'll be checking that out. And <laughs> uh, for the tip, yeah, man. the reboot coming out, of course, September September 9th, I think, new season of Cobra Kai coming. Oh yeah, my wife just caught up. She just binge watched all. That's a good show, man. It's an I mean, awesome show. If you like yeah. 80s stuff, you need to watch Cobra Kai. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I got that, that, it's got that one dude. His, I don't, I, I remember him, but he's on a, he's, he, he's been on two of my soap operas, General Hospital and Bowl and the Beautiful. He played oh, yeah. a, a quarter mine and he yeah. played a Deacon yeah. Sharp. He's going to be, he he's said gonna he's going to be, gonna be on villain. it. But I don't know if he's going to be a bad guy or a good guy. He's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. So is it going to be on this season or the season after? This season. Okay. Because they only got a couple more seasons, right? And then they cancel it? No, they ain't canceled it yet. That's that's against Stranger Things, I guess. Stranger Things is ending after this season. See, that's why they can keep Stranger Things and like Cobra Kai going because they, people love the freaking 80s, man. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week. And we'll see you next week. Don't forget Martin Terry on live next week with us on the fly. You guys have a great Tell your week. your friends. Yep. We'll see you next week. See you.